Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 131. <gasps> Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me today is the classic lineup. it's Danny Rosewell. I'm Danny Rosewell! And here as always, except when he's not BT Calloway. Oh, hi, hi. And thank you for joining us for the Simpsons Index. You're welcome! <laughs> this is the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there's a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. Danny, who are we sponsored by today? <laughs> <laughs> you got him. <laughs> Today we're sponsored by Christ. Oh, you put me on the Christ? spot. Yes, we're sponsored by Christ. Oh, wonderful. Drink it by the pint. <laughs> Christ, for when you don't have much else in your life. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. I guess we can't alienate our audience by this point. Yeah. <laughs> if the 131 episodes in, they're definitely along for the ride. That's true. Yes. <laughs> Suckers. You're ours now. <laughs> and, yeah, we started out today by watching an episode from the HD era. This was... What does HD stand for? <laughs> High Diddly. <laughs> <laughs> from the High Diddly era. <laughs> where we just watched season 25, episode 13, The Man Who Grew Too Much. The Man Who Grew Grew Too Much. Too Much. First released in March of 2014, it was directed by Matthew Schofield, written by Jeff Westbrook. In this episode, Sideshow Bobby's (gasps) back, and he's experimenting with GMOs, and he's altered his DNA to make him strong, and in the B story, Marge is preaching abstinence. (laughs) God, maybe... Old. Yeah. <laughs> and DNA, what does DNA stand for? Deoxyribonucleic acid. And B story, what does B story stand for? B movie. <laughs> hey, what do we think of this piece of shit? Man, this was like, uh, you get like a bag of mixed lollies from the shops and in the, some like really nice little tubes and in there are also scorpions. <laughs> And it's, oh, like, I'm saying it's a mixed bag, but the bads are so bad, they may ruin everything else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was on my latest holiday, I went to, um, not to toot my own horn, honk, honk, <laughs> but I went to an island with lots of deer on it. What's the singular of deer? Deer. Doe. <laughs> and they served ice creams with deer poop. Is this like one of these things, like those monkeys that eat, eat coffee, I, and then they shit the coffee, and then you drink the coffee shit? Yeah. Look, I don't speak the language of this unnamed island that I went to, um, <laughs> so it could be a translation thing. I'm sort of hoping it, it was chalk chips. Yeah, but they're like whistly named. Yeah, all right. But I didn't buy one, and I definitely didn't eat one. So I'm pretty sure it's deer poop. Yeah, in a foreign country, you don't want to take that risk. So yeah, ice cream with deer poop really brings me back to the story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. You know, I've had more fun in the last 30 seconds than I have in the last 30 minutes. And mm. you know exactly what I was doing in those last 30 minutes. And loudly criticizing the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like they had a perfectly serviceable episode, but then they added deer poop. And that just ruined any kind of enjoyment you could have got out yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm. Well, see, this is a weird thing, you know, and this is kind of... The annoying part of our podcast with doing things out of order, because you remember a few episodes ago we reviewed Gone Boy from mm-hmm. season 29. So Sideshow Bob didn't... Ooh, crack it a cold one. Yeah, cold one with the boys. Crack a cold sausage. <laughs> anyway, so at the end of this episode, Sideshow Bob is super strong and has gills. Yep. Yes. In God Boy, none of that. No. Nope. <laughs> 
<laughs> I see the link straight away. Yep. And yeah. I actually have to do a quick corrections index. Remember when we watched Wedding for Disaster and Sideshow Bob was uh, stabbing the clay mold of Krusty to aerate it? Yeah. I said the last time we saw him was Italian Bob. It was actually in Funeral for a Fiend. So he should be oh, in yeah. extra jail. Uh, yeah. 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 He should be extra in a lot jail. of prison. Double jail. Yeah. I feel like I remember this episode you were telling me about. I haven't seen it, but you were telling me about one where Sideshow Bob turns into a giant green Hulk at the end of the episode and runs rampant. Oh, yeah. This was this one. Oh, it was this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no wonder it was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he didn't turn green and hulkish, but he did do a rampage. And um, Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Did that stand out to you from this episode, perchance? For better or for worse? Mm. It really fucking did, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, we'll get into the genetic mutation -y bit, which... Fucking what sick acid trip of a scriptwriter is. Oh, what does stand out for me was how much I disliked the him in the car license plate printing press thing. Yeah. And like he applies to go on testing by printing out five different things cutely saying, oh, may I please come along? Blah, blah, blah. I'm going crazy. And then he stamps his foot just to show how crazy he is because we didn't believe him by someone. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Fucking stamping six cute little questions instead of just saying to the guy right next to you, you're standing right there, Bob. Come on, Bob. Use your mouth words. <laughs> Not your license plates. Get yeah. together, Bob. Goddamn Bob. <laughs> and how about you, BT? What stands out to you from this episode for better and or worse? Man, it's just the hard turn this takes into shits, Phil. Because I was having an okayish time for the most part. Mm. It starts off reasonably enough. You know, Marge wants to be involved in the church community, but yep. all the good jobs are taken. So she ends up working on teen abstinence. Doesn't know what she's doing. That's fine. It's for a plot. Starts off with Lisa concerned about GMOs. Takes a hard turn from being concerned to being, no, we need to have them. Very Okay, weird confused. turn, but sure. But then the second we saw Sideshow Bob, I'm like, no, this is going to suck. Mm. And gosh darn it if I wasn't right. Like, <laughs> it everything, sucked already. Don't you everything. hate being right all the time? Well, I mean, it, 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 it <laughs> Don't was, you get sick of it? Wouldn't you like to be pleasantly surprised? It was just passable before Bob showed up. It was like, okay, you know, I got, I got some decent laughs out of this one. Oh, man. Fucking, like, at the traffic lights waiting for Beardsley yeah. McGillicuddy <laughs> to cross the thing. I can't believe she even said his name. Oh, Jasper Beardsley. Oh, Jasper Beardsley. I'm saying this to the audience in case they don't know what his last name is. It's about his beard. Ah! <laughs> then his beard goes up in his face. He's like, what is this? What is yep. this thing? Oh, I wish Never I knew he had a for beard. one of these hairs. But then Bob shows up and any chance this not being stupid just shits completely. Especially when Lisa's like, oh, I miss him. He's an intellectual I can have a conversation with. He's tried to kill you. You specifically. There's even a bit where she goes, no, he tried to kill you, Bart. Not me. It's like, no, no. He stole a nuclear weapon yeah. and tried to kill everyone. Everybody. Yeah, he's ah! he's tried to kill the entire Simpsons at one point. He t he tied Lisa up in Cape Fear. Like, yeah. See, I think the Lisa Bob thing is actually an interesting turn for this episode to take. Yeah, sure, okay. he's tried to kill her a couple of times, but no, there is a genuine thing where they are possibly intellectual equals. Yeah, yeah but he's in a lab surrounded by super genius scientists working on genetic organization. Yeah. Why the fuck does he care about the Simpsons again? Oh, I miss you, Simpsons. Please come to visit, he says with a tear in his eye. <laughs> mm -hmm. While surrounded by his intellectual peers who have a, a possibility of appreciating his music, even jazz. Yeah, he is like way more up himself than usual in this one as well. Oh, the Impressionists, they're the pop stars of the painting oh, world. Yep. The, the Pointillists. Mm. But what stands out to me, I gotta say, the Marge story, I disagree. I fucking hated everything about it. I, I hated it as well, <laughs> yeah. but I like it was an interesting starting point. It's like, okay, this is something we haven't done. Okay. It makes sense that she would get into it the way she did, because she always wants to help, even if it's doing a job she doesn't want to do, and clearly doesn't believe in abstinence, but ends up there anyway. The setup is fine. 
everything following the setup is garbage. Yeah, I mean, that's what stands out to me, is that everything was garbage. There was a potential for them to say something about abstinence there, and, and the conclusion of that story being that they practice abstinence because they're thinking about home and naked. Not only yeah. that, but then they're they all They should like- have had Beardsley come back for that one. <laughs> Think about him naked? Yeah. <laughs> or Grandpa. I had sex! <laughs> What's wrong about hearing your elderly grandfather talk about sex? Yes, that's much better. I like that way more. Mm. I went without sex for two months after watching that episode. I went for sex. I went without sex for two days. You mean you guys were making the ugly baby with 17 limbs three days ago? Yep, that's the metaphor. And it was really sticky, too. You want to see photos? Yeah. Sticky, oh. sticky photos. Mm. And then Wiggum going, oh, we can't help with the rampage down at the art museum. There's horny teens out on the loose. There's then- always horny teens on the loose. But then that wasn't anything. And yeah. then Marge nah. was able to round them up to try and beat Bob, which they- it's I- like, I'll let you out of your abstinence pledges if you beat up this guy it's like first of all that's not how pledge works they're already <laughs> it's not a contract that's true that's true i'm just saying it's a pledge between them and god yeah who are you to break that marge god, god? How dare you think you? you're god's how lawyer how dare now? you marge why were the bullies attending this thing as well yeah if she's like hey every horny teen Who's got raging erections? Come with <laughs> follow me and beat this man. Well, oh my God. Why are all these horny teens following Marge to a quiet, secluded area? To beat up a person. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously. Well, mm. Why do you follow a horny wife? <laughs> How did she know he was there? Yeah, that's nah, a lot of problems. I know, it's the least of the things, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Why did Sideshow Bob sing again when Lisa's like, you can't possibly kill us without giving us one of your, your famous musical numbers. Hey, and he's remember like, when we did this in Cape Fear? Remember <laughs> that, audience? We're going to do it again. And again, and again, <laughs> again and again, and again, again. And again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and oh he stepped under the fucking fork th- again. Underwater this time. <laughs> <sighs> because he's canonically got gills for the rest of the Simpsons seasons now. Yep, yeah. and super strength, and grasshopper legs, grasshopper and a, fucking legs, and a python jaw, python jaw, and he does some chickeny flapping as he falls off the cliff. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 doesn't really help because chickens don't really fly very well anyway. Nope. But also in a laboratory full of people where he was chained to his desk, how did he get any of this done to himself? And how long has he been doing this to himself? Yep. He pretty much has it mastered as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clearly, he's like got no external symptoms and nothing's gone wrong. Not a single thing's gone wrong. Not to mention the 5,000 patents that he's got. Oh, five. Th- <laughs> Sorry, I just yelled in the microphone. That's okay. That uh, just hit your brain really hard. I saw that. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've got mild tinnitus. <laughs> Sorry, 5,000? Uh, I can't hear that behind all the ringing. Uh, um, <laughs> he got 5,000 patents, mm-hmm. patents, patents, which earned him a single hour of free time. Yep. So they let him run loose and expect him to come back in an hour. That's not how earning your time off... Doesn't it go to the end of your sentence? You get out yeah. of your sentence earlier? Why would you just let a prisoner, a murder prisoner, yep. run loose for an hour... With a child. With a child. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Mm. Is that comedy? Or is that just, like, bad writing? I think it's bad writing. Oh, to- it's bad writing. Bad writing. The fucking... When they are in the museum, hey, you were able to lift up those poles really easily. Where did you get the strength? Ugh. Well, it's a perfectly reasonable explanation that I'll explain in great detail right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, I caught those balls to stop them from crushing Lisa. However, two minutes later, I tried to throw off a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Because... <laughs> 
fuck the writing in this episode. Well, oh. to be fair, someone asked him to take a picture of their to ugly family. Fair? <laughs> you don't have to be fair to this episode, man. I didn't come here to be fair. <laughs> Play count. How many times have you seen this episode before today? No, no, no. First time a club. Pretty sure I have seen it before, but I might have purged it from my mind. Sucks to be you. I mean, it does, but beside that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it before, but like, I didn't remember any of the abstinence stuff, actually. I only remembered the side so- sides to blah, blah, blah. Oh, they were clearly so proud of the finger puppet graphics. Mm. When they turned Marge and Homer into like ugly fucking finger puppets. That's one of those things when... I mean, finger puppets doing ugly fucking. Sorry, <laughs> carry on. When the character's doing the fantasy of seeing, you know, the people doing the yeah. finger puppet. Yeah. Uh, like, what a Marge and Homer... Th- Actually doing? Yeah. Grinding. Yeah. <laughs> In front of the abstinence class. Yeah, man. Yeah, 50 get, cents playing. Getting their twerk on. <laughs> right. You, you know how to use that hep language really well. Uh, man, I'm late. <laughs> Noobs. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about some of the wackiest. Was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? Oh, God, yes. Bob has gills. <laughs> Bob still has gills. Yeah. I think that's going to be one of the main points that we keep coming back to for this episode. Because it's how he gets away. Oh, that dastard lives another day by gills. <laughs> there was this one moment where he was deep-throating Kearney's head. Yeah. Mm. And Kearney's like, wait, I don't want to die inside some old man's mouth, <laughs> which is the opposite of what he said in the last episode I saw. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to take a finger puppet home and Lisa fuck it. Lisa just like, appeals to Bob's like ethics. He's like, Bob, surely you don't want to eat a helpless child? <laughs> and, and Bob's like, yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. Well, why did he have bleh. the jaw? <laughs> well, as yes. Bob Whitman said, you don't want to eat a helpless child. <laughs> Leaves of grass. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I like that no one's read Leaves of Grass, but everyone's heard of it, so you can just misquote as much as you like. <laughs> as Walt Whitman once said, Ode to Joy, in which I look into this episode and think, fuck, this is terrible. And that episode's <laughs> name, Albert Einstein. Really, I only know Leaves of Grass because there was a scene in Breaking Bad where Dean Norris is reading it on the toilet. Yep. <laughs> What's it about? Leaves. The scene on the toilet. <laughs> Let's move on. This is not the Leaves on the Toilet episode. Yeah, look, I think we've like gone through a bunch of wackiness already, but how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps? No. It's garbage. <laughs> I'm going to keep coming back to this as the one redeeming thing. I genuinely believe Lisa in this, in that ah. she had a genuine affinity towards Sideshow Bob. See, I don't at all, in the slightest. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Simpson, the Lisa Simpson, the one that you and I both know, mm. um, the very first thing she did was gross fear-mongering about scientific research into, um, in into, GMOs. into GMOs. Like, of all the people in Springfield that quickly leap to paranoid conclusions, she's the one voice of scientific reason that'd be like, oh, wow, look at all the research these scientists are carefully doing. Vaccines don't cause autism. But no, she's like, wait a second, results are known without that could mean anything. Yeah, she literally calls a town meeting at the school before she's done the research. Legit. That's not Lisa. That is some fucking mm. fear mongering. That is like. That's some Jenny McCarthy bullshit. Y- yeah. That's some vaccines cause autism <laughs> bananas. Indeed. I'll have to speak louder if you turn me down. <laughs> In the absence of heart, because, like, that's the only point about, like, because even in the teen abstinence story, there's no, like, Marge coming to reason that, you know, sex is good and stuff, but it's no problem if teens do it, but they should probably protect themselves, which should have been the message it of this. It should have been the message, yeah. It should have been, instead of bringing Homer to the teen absence, bring Bart and go, this is what you're risking. <laughs> I'm this nice. old, this kid is yeah. this old, do the math. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know how young I had this one? 
<laughs> so how about the character integrity did this feel like an episode of the damn Simpsons? i just did the lisa bit yeah you did well again as you just stated marge is completely off on this one her awkwardness at teen absence is fine but the message is wrong it doesn't fit her own personal beliefs or anything she has a very happy active sex life yeah we know that yeah know she, that she well. says it right there yeah. dude i was getting freaking nasty two days ago yeah she loves snuggling her homie Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Bob is just all over the shop. He's just whatever character that. Sometimes he's the reformed criminal, so now he's the superhuman madman. Then he's this weird beast. Then he can be reasoned with. It's just whatever he needs to be in the scene. He just changes yeah. gears. He it's has no character. Awful. I feel really bad for Kelsey Grammer High School. Yeah, because <laughs> again, he does a good job as Bob, but just the material he's itself got a beautiful is so voice, you know. Uh, yeah, so much presentation and 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 charisma in yeah. his voice it's like hiring james l jones to like be a microwave voice or something like that <laughs> your food is done it's like wow what a, what a waste of you mr jones 30 seconds <laughs> i in 500 meters turn left you don't know how microwaves work <laughs> And Are I you like driving it. with your microwave again? <laughs> it's whatever James L. Jones tells him to do. Yeah. <laughs> Turn left onto Anzac Parade, and your muffins are done. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so character integrity's fucked. Integrity of the show as well. Yeah, like I said, they pretty much explained the turn of the plot for yeah. us at the end of the second act, start of the third. It's just... Like, there was a way more clever way to get there and sort of slowly show Bob's strength and Lacey go, huh? <sighs> Detective hat? Yeah, but no, just explain it all to me, please, Bob. And then he goes insane. <sighs> yes or no, would you watch this one again? No. No. BT, what would you change? Everything. Everything past maybe the first five minutes. Maybe not even that. <laughs> again, I like some of the setup here, but just get rid of Bob. He does not need to be here. It's so bored. The second he showed up, I got bored. Mm-hmm. He's almost like, this is going to be some wacky bullshit. It's not going to make any sense. I'm already checked out. I don't know. Do something else with it. There's, and there's so many directions you can take that I don't know where to go with it. So I'm a little, you know, Three Stooges syndrome on that point. But, you know, the whole Marge <laughs> teen abstinence thing, again, there's something to be drawn from that. And to not do it is frustrating because we know Marge has a good active sex life, but is also very, you know, coy when speaking about it, doesn't want to get into these kind of things. So there's a lot to mind from that. For, and a good Marge story is always good. Mm. So, yeah, man, just definitely. so much more to do with this. Just pull it back down to its bare roots and start again. Fair enough. And Danny, what would you like to change? Well, for one thing, I feel much like... Into the mic, sweetie. <laughs> He's going to have to turn it down. <laughs> Are you ready? Fucking hell. <laughs> All right. All right. For one thing, I sort of agree with Into the Mic, sweetie, over here, um, that Bob doesn't really need to be here. I think it would be more interesting if GMOs had sort of like a throwback to the Tamako team. Yep. Oh, yeah. Partly that it sort of tied back to the Simpsons themselves a bit more. Also, it's got more ties to possible negative consequences of, of genetics. Mm-hmm. Like having a superpower to psycho murder. Nah. <laughs> For a second, I was like, wait a second. Having a superpower to psycho murder? No. Yeah. No. Having a superpower to psycho murder running rampant through Springfield isn't a realistic critique of GMOs. Yeah. Like, they've got the positives, sure. And there was the paranoid fear-mongering. Yep. There was discovering that there is positives through research. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, but what if there's super-powered serial-murdering <laughs> psychopaths? Huh? What about then, then, huh? Yeah. It doesn't really make a convincing counter-argument. Mm. So the tobacco thing, 
where it is using standard fruit to make addictive substances that can control the population through mild blah, 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 blah. There's ways to go. There are more interesting and still ridiculous, but also nuanced and blah, blah, blah. I feel like the Marge thing should have been more about... It was lovely that they tied it into the Sideshow Bob bit and they had Marge turn up at the last second and use her horny teens to fuck everyone in town. That's a technical credit at best. It's awful. (laughs) It's awful. One hot babe with an army of horny teens is a setup to a terrible movie. That I would watch five times at least. I have watched it. Oh, man. I made nothing. Church-going Marge and the army of horny teens. It's my new favorite band. I'm writing it down in the Index Festival. Instead, I'd quite like to see something where, like, Marge tries to connect with the kids and then the church is like, you've totally done the wrong thing. You sent the opposite message. So then she goes strictly Puritan and then... That's the wrong message as well, and like she can't go the right way or the wrong way. And she does, you know, the the Simpsons episodes where the answer is well, maybe there is no answer. Yeah. I'm raising yeah. a question and not answering it. This is my Marge voice. It is perfect. It yep. is flawless. It's like she's right here in the room with a bunch of horny teens. You, you did forget her catchphrase. I'm Marge. <laughs> <laughs> Me want homie. <laughs> I got nailed hard like three days ago. It was sticky, and there were flaps of homie everywhere. <laughs> Who Marge? Not on the podcast and i mean everywhere <laughs> uh, we're sorry yeah <laughs> nothing yeah. but haven't we all been railed hard by a fat man in the last three days <laughs> what about you elliot what would you like to change about this episode when was the last this time you were pod- railed by a fat man <laughs> this podcast or this episode of the Simpsons? <laughs> This is what you bring me on board for, man. Uh, Hardcore nudity. Yeah, look, I don't mind the idea that Sideshow Bob's in this. It's just the crazy fucking hard, hard left turn. Mm, This is like a left turn around a hairpin bend, like... It's just not built up at all. So this comes back to one of my things where you're not going to do anything good with the Marge Abstinence story, then fuck it off. Yeah. Uh, just have a good A. Yep. Build it up. Take the time. Like I don't even mind that Bob goes all super strength, super villain really? or whatever. Really? I can even buy that he's like being a bit, a little bit testy or he's snapping or whatever and Lisa's sort of seeing <laughs> he's it. He's a testy. Yes. Homer Obrek does. Yeah, that he's even snapping because, like, he's altering himself or something. And But, I mean, realistically, both plots have a point about purity and about finding the right balance. Because if you're going to, you can genetically modify food to make them more plentiful and more nutrient full. But if you go too far, you could get a tomaco kind of thing or you can make them addictive or, you know, so that has to remain in check and balance. And same with abstinence, like, to just completely deny entirely is probably a bad idea. But a balance is a good idea. Yes. You know, so contraception and shit. Slow clap, ladies and gentlemen. Better episode ladies oh, as yeah. is a balanced diet yeah <laughs> and eat all the gmo food you want they're fine people like Seriously. come on <laughs> so have a moderate amount of gmo food and a moderate amount of sex that's it <laughs> at the same time oh man obviously yeah, fair how enough. do you do it <laughs> i mean she was scared of how fresh the veggies were oh no my <laughs> veggies are fresh yeah they're not decomposing no how? anything could go wrong oh god they're staying fresh in their fridge <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> I mean, like, you need some sort of at least semi-legitimate fear for her to mistake. Like, yep. someone in there has an allergic reaction to a carrot, and she's like, wait a second, these are GMO carrots. That must be the real culprit. Yeah. You know, something. Not, yep. wow, these are some really fresh veggies. Wait a second, maybe they're no, too, too fresh. <laughs> I can't handle this much freshness. <laughs> 
and I agree. Lisa would already know that GMOs are for fine real. for consumption. It should have been Lisa telling everybody else that, or the sensational kid in the school that was yes. Who's the one who gets it. freaked out about it? Ralph. Ralph is pretty dumb. But he's not like uh, he's not smart enough to be that dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes a certain level of smartness to be an alt right chud, you know. Yeah, it's like the big point at the moment is not that the world hasn't become idiocracy in the sense that everyone's stupid. It's more that it's become a world of pseudoscience. Yeah, and like is making very competent arguments that are still wrong because they're admitting certain facts. Yeah, but still competent arguments. I'm Jenny McCarthy, and I support this message. Yeah, that's it. Maybe it's the twins or something. No, maybe it's like the class watches something Jenny McCarthy-ish, and like everyone is just like, "Well, it was uh, on TV. Must be true." When we start, we're watching you know an old video from the, the class is being forced yeah. to watch from like the 1970s. Yeah. Lisa's all like, "Why don't we watch something new?" And Hoover's like, "Ah, okay, fine. Here's something on YouTube." Blah. Yeah. Like, GMOs are murdering you. There, better Boom. episode. Better <sighs> episode. Yeah. And yeah, the only guest star of this episode was Kelsey Grammer and God. That wasn't Jenny no, McCarthy. No, no. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer and Marsha Wallace, mm. special guest voice. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, this is a the episode that has the little send off for yeah. Mrs. Krabappel at the end. Nice little dream sequence of Ned and then uh, black armband with a photo. Yeah, not a particularly nice dream sequence. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't. Abhorrent. It wasn't as bad as the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. It unfortunately references the earlier scene where Rod and Todd say they're going to get married to each other as have they skip sex. away. That was weird. We're only going to yeah. have sex once we get married to each other. Yeah. Mm. Well, see, I hate that bit. Lots but I- of sex. <laughs> Peeing the sex. It's going to be like sticky f- all over it. Did I mention we're ancestral brothers? <laughs> when very religious. I'm not going to cut any of this, but it's the question of whether or not to do some creative censoring, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make it funnier with censorship. But then I hate that joke, but then I like when they skip off and Ned's like, hmm, their skipping lessons are coming along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought the bit with, yeah, Ned Flanders going, oh, I miss her laugh. And then Nelson's like, mm. ha ha. Yeah, I miss her too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah. I think that was a nice tasteful enough way to send her off i suppose but it felt like out of tone with the rest of the episode yeah. like oh, they it did weren't not belong yeah it had nothing to do with anything it was the writers talking to the audience yeah but that's fine because that's what it was like she didn't die in canon or on screen because you know she died in real life so it was just like a two audience nod i'm okay with that and she didn't die by canon like maud <laughs> incredible thank you BT, do you have any other notes? I sure do. When the wave of children... Oh, by the way, also they have a Taco Tuesday, oh, which is yes. something very personal to Ellie and I, as we used to hold Taco Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Taco Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays. But also, I, it goes for a bit too long, but I like Willie yep. opens up the supply closet, looks at his mop, and says, there's only room for one of us, and then puts the mop in. And yeah. It goes for a little too long, but it was pretty... Yeah, the Titanic. It's poignant, but almost well executed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole My Heart Will Go On thing was a bit uh, yeah too yeah. dragged out. But I saw a funny video on the net the other day. This mall started flooding, and like there was like a mall band there who just like stopped whatever song they were playing. They started playing "My Heart Will Go On." Nice, <laughs> nice. beautiful. Nicely done, mall yeah. band. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit where Ned's saying to Marge, "Oh, you need to get these teens to sign their John Hand bleep." I thought that was a good bit. Oh, that's what he said. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. That's I didn't okay. hear it properly either. It's blinking you miss it, but it's there. When they're in the GMO office and they're like, "We're changing the world one molecule at a time." Who? That'll take a while. Good point. Change it to three molecules at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I kind of nothing to the follow-up joke. Yeah. Oh, honey, I'm going to be late. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, self-aware corn. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah. There was a jar that said Ashid Wash Jeans, but G-E-N-E-S. It was right after the bit, no, the corn bit, I mean. Yeah. It was right after they'd done the hype movie that Skinner found about terrifying corn in the Aztec things, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Then, oh, look, we've got self-aware corn. It's doubling Too, too much up. corn. Yeah. Too much. Doubling down on that shit. Yeah. And my final note is Bob's pretty good line of, oh, revenge is a lot like love. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Best part of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, was... yeah. And Hans Molman is dead. Oh, uh, yeah. Again, yet again. Yep. It was the obvious joke as well, wasn't it? Where, yeah, yeah. Sideshow Bob throws the cinder block and gnomes for sale. And it holds Fragile on the gnomes. ceramic gnomes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they're still going to get. Oh, <gasps> no, it was him who got hit. Ah, ah. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Comedy. Ha, ha. Bingo. Danny, any other notes? Danny, any other notes? Any other notes? Danny, any other notes? Now you're just giving yourself material. Any other notes? Any, any, any other notes? Nah, I'm pretty good with this. I wanted to mention the the revenge is a romance thing, but, Mm. you know, he said it better than I did. (laughs) I still haven't said it right. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say things right either. It's time for my final notes. Now it's time, and now it's time for his final notes. Elliot's Elliot's final final notes. Ooh, harmonizings. Mm. I like how Homer, Lenny, and Carl are sneaking in for the school's Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that was good. Oh, no, you made me overswipe. Clash of clowns. Mm. Clash of clowns. Got to get some fucking modern references in there in case children pay attention for a second. It's not likely. Keep the attention to the kids. Yeah. We get a brief reference to the season 21 episode of The Bob Next Door where Uh, Sideshow Bob does a face-off thing. Oh, yeah. His face comes Comes off. off. I still don't recognize that episode. What happens in that episode? His face comes off. Oh, yeah. No, I still don't remember. But (laughs) I do remember that. All the way back in podcast number 19 when we did our Sideshow Bobathon. Fuck off. No way. There weren't episodes that far back. Yeah, We're just unscripted, we drunken just, rambling. We just started at 100. So, yeah, there's a neighbor that moves next door to the Simpsons mm-hmm. and Bart thinks it's Bob because it vaguely looks like him. And then they find out it is. He, like, just sewed someone's face off and put it on his. Fuck a duck. Yeah. That is quite similar to the Joker in Batman. Joker takes his face off. Yeah, but that came much afterwards in the new 52 reboot. You get out of town. Yeah. Joker gets much his... afterwards. Yeah, much afterwards. Like New 52 rebooted six years ago, I think. Hang on. I'm going to find this out. Googling on the index. Googling Quick. on the index. While you do that, Homer's got a really dumb Homer line. Overfed. I'm not familiar with that word. Yeah. Pushing the microphone through my eye. That yeah, word was bad because they were overfed squirrels, and really fat squirrels are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Chubby squirrels. Love to prove it. Google image that shit today. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bob and Lisa have a fucking let's call the whole thing off yeah. parody. <laughs> you say modified tomato, I say modified tomato. Fucking call it off, you assholes. That song sucks. Oh, and they do another Marge going, Homer, it's nighttime. Shut your eyes. They're too bright. Yeah, 2012. Did it. 2012. He's right. Sorry. Simpsons did it, then Batman did it. Do you think <laughs> the Joker was copying Sideshow Bob? Side joke, Bob. I did hey! just Google chubby squirrels and I am not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's super cute. Oh my god, look at that one, he's got snow on him. Oh, if you're in the audience, you know what you're doing tonight. <laughs> Masturbating with squirrels while horny teens rail march. <laughs> you, you might need to leave. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. Sorry, it's just... <laughs> there was such a bad line from Lenny where he they're noticing the horny teens going on a rampage in Springfield, and he goes, 
huh, that's weird because people in the me- Middle East uh, practice premarital abstinence and no one of them is violent. This is like the sort of thing uh, Trump would tweet, you know? That's yes. not something a rational person would actually say. <laughs> the fuck? It's a new way to gauge writing. Would Trump tweet this? Seriously? <laughs> oh, man. GMOs are creating self-aware carrots <laughs> and we have to stop them. It's time to rank this thing. Unless Beth. you had something else you wanted to say on the No, topics. no, I was just accidentally Google imaged a bunch of jokers with his face ripped off. It yep. is horrific. Yep. Because he's holding it in his hands. And, oh, yep. no, he stapled it back on and it's starting to yep. rot over his muscular... Oh! Yeah. I have to read this comic. I ha- it's so disappointing. Oh, is it? <laughs> he's put it on upside down! Yeah. Oh! <laughs> so, you guys want to masturbate tonight? <laughs> I mean, I already am. But... <laughs> what are we, the Beatles? I don't know, I've seen. <laughs> oh, the eyes are coming through the mouth and there's yep. teeth in the eye holes and mm-hmm. worms yeah. and maggots. It's... Why are there worms? Because well. it's rotting. Yeah. It is time to rank this thing on the Simpsons Index. We rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if this episode was just... You give this a participant, but for the positive rankings, you go, okay, bronze, good, silver, excellent, gold, but for the best of the very best, you give cubic zirconia. Not today, though, sir. Danny is going to go first. He's going to show you how it's done. Cubic zirconia. Okay, why are you giving this oh, a perfect ranking? Man, don't you dare write that down. <laughs> you said it, man. Oh, you can't unsay it. I'm giving this one a failure. I am unhappy with the mm-hmm. conclusion, with the middle, with the B plot, <laughs> the A plot, yep. and I didn't like the introduction. Yep. <laughs> I really did like that one line about romance being a lot mm-hmm. like revenge. Yep. If it happens, it happens. It'll happen when you least suspect it. But you know, it's nice that I have one happy memory for once it's gone. Yeah. Once it's nothing but a bloody spear of mince and Marge getting railed by... <laughs> Sorry, Marge. I'm going to have to put like an extra explicit tag on this episode. <laughs> Usually it's just the little E for swearings. But I'm but sorry, guys. You bring out the best in me. BT, what do you think? Rank. Uh, I'm going to fail it. Like I could have participated in this up until like even the halfway point, but then everything just goes wrong and nothing fits and it all sucks and it's all terrible. It makes me angry. And despite okay. the fact I got some laughs out of it, it's just such a hodgepodge mess of hot garbage. Say hodgepodge again. That's going to be a good sample. <laughs> hodgepodge mess of hot garbage yeah I like it I like it I'm hodgepodge feeling it. mess of hot garbage yeah Lou I'm gonna fail it as well any potential that this episode had was not only squandered but it was wasted it was like setting up with things that I'm kind of like okay I could get on board with this and just went backwards fuck this yeah. thing yeah alright unanimous failure we are giving this thing the index, index finger! finger and this will be joining other such unanimous failures from season 25 as Homerland the fuck Fucking weirdly <laughs> racist episode. Mm. Uh, White Christmas Blues, which was... Still sounds racist. White Christmas Blues has actually come into... Um, has been doing the rounds on the memes because people have picked up on that one shot that's got two mo's in it. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Uh, what else from season 25? Luca Dollar, where yep. Lisa falls in love with that kid who does eating contests for some reason. What? Yeah. yeah. Dip the hot bad. dogs in the water, they'll it's go down bad. your gullet faster. That's the one. <laughs> and also, what to expect when Bart's expecting. Uh, oh, classic. yeah. It's weird how endeared I am with that episode, I despite know, right? it being garbage, but like, oh, that's one. It's crossed that threshold. It's gone yeah. so far shit, it's popped out into China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, Sorry, I, China. <laughs> like... Because Lisa Ghost Gargar is bad and it's kind of hard to watch. Whereas What Do We Expect has got a it's, very room quality to so it. It's so bizarre you kind of want to watch it. Yeah. 
All right, now for the new segment of the podcast, <gasps> entering the score in for season 25. All right, it's still very much a dull participant, but season 25 is still ranking at number 28. Wow. So it is uh, the third from the bottom. But da- more data as we go. Incredible, actually, mm. that there must be seasons from after it that we like more than it. Yeah. So, so what's the best season? The best season at the moment is six. What was your second best season? <laughs> Yeah, it goes six five seven for the top three. Six five seven. And if I wanted to view this data myself, where could I find it? <laughs> uh, 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 at f- fuck. Uh, uh, com. Joke. Yeah, fuck dot com. <laughs> wow. See your fat man railroading a march. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have we become? A bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and before we move on, is that reputation justified? Does the episode hold up? Does it let us down? Does does it break new ground or hurt you? What's the reputation like? Is it justified? Let's ask around, check the reviews. Nice. Yeah! Oh. Actually, Shag, yeah, you got to go back and listen to the past few episodes. We've heard really? Weird Al Yankovic over here doing <laughs> oh. such parodies as Talking Heads, Metallica. Holy shit. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Perkins of the AV Club. Uh, Dennis the Wildcard Perkins. He gave this episode a B plus, <laughs> which in AV Club rankings is like silver territory. Oof. Dennis. Dennis. Oh, do it, man. By IMDB's count, this is Kelsey Grammer's 16th appearance of SciShow Bob, and mm. he's never unwelcome. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I love him. For one thing, his presence signals the fact that the episode in question will have a strong, straightforward narrative. Nope. Nope, now you've gone. In a series grown infamous for tottering half-realized premises, the security that Bob episode is going to jump right in and get things done is like a breath of fresh air. No. No. Bob and Lisa are a natural pairing. Convinced of Bob's reformation, Lisa finds a companion with whom she can appreciate the finer things, and it's actually sort of touching. You know, before Bob goes nuts again and tries to eat a teenager with his genetically modified python jaw. It's a nice (laughs) character choice while it lasts. Yes. No. <laughs> no, I agree with all of that, but then you're supposed to say F minus after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that stuff is like a minute out yeah. of the entire Bob episode. and Lisa are kind of sweet. And then a genetically modified Python jaw shows up and suddenly <laughs> batshit's insane. Yep. Smear feces on the ceiling. Yeah, that's yeah. the one genetic modification we didn't see, Bob's batshit. <laughs> <laughs> Dear poop chop chips on your ice cream, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and before we know, move on in the reputation justified section, you know, we mention a lot of different reviewers. Yep. And unfortunately, for the last years, I didn't realize, but I've been dead naming one of our reviewers. Designating? So, yeah, dead naming. Dead naming. What does that mean? When the name is dead because there's someone else now. So the person I've been referring to as Todd Vanderworth for the last two years has been going by Emily. So oh, just shit. going to yeah, formally apologize. I wasn't aware, but in researching this episode, various AFE Club things where, yeah, I found out that, yeah, she is now Emily Vanderworth. Mm-hmm. And, Sorry, Emily. Yeah. Yeah, but still, what's a Vanderworth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we still allowed to make fun of her? Yeah, last name. That's last it. name, definitely. <laughs> Emily's a nice I'm going to get the name. right first name from now on, but uh, yeah, last name, still. <laughs> it still feels so season. Millhousey to me. <laughs> Millhouse Vanderworth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I'll include the show notes for this episode, a piece that she wrote for Vox about her coming out as transgender. I encourage everybody to read it. It's a very beautiful piece. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Good on you, Emily. Be a bit mean to The Simpsons, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's time we move on. We've done our HD era episode. Now it's time for the classic era episode where... That's not surprising anyone. 
while they were going straight to classic. Mm. Wait a second! <laughs> it took a second to click into my brain, yeah. Weren't you going to ask about my hat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this tie, thing? right? New tie. And for reasons that'll be um, uh, very obvious soon, we are going to the classic era episode of Homer's Enemy. I'm worried. We're getting a sequel after this, aren't Woo-hoo! we? I know what we're doing. I see your tricks. I love it! I love it! <laughs> nice hat. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we are back, and we just watched our classic era episode, for reasons that will become apparent later. We just watched Season 8, Episode 23, Homer's Enemy. This was directed by Jim Reardon, and written by... <gasps> John, John Swartzweather! <laughs> First released in May of 97. So this is the Frank Grimes one. Hey, what do we think, guys? Man... I'm not gonna lie, it's a little tough. It's too real. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but this one is fucking where it's at. This is the peak of Simpsons writing. Wow, we. Although there was a lot less hardcore sex between beloved characters than I was expecting. You take yeah. the good with the bad, man. I guess you do. I guess you do. <laughs> <laughs> what this one lacked in the the sex, it made up with the hilarity. Let's yeah. make up for yeah. it with uh, Rage Against Machine parodies. Homer's enemy. <laughs> But yes, we're not here today to talk about what this episode was not. We're here to talk about what this episode was. Good point. Yes, and let's start out the questionnaire by asking BT, for better or worse, pick one moment that stood out to you. Oh, oh God. I'm going to go with the vice president dog. (laughs) It's a great little (laughs) recurring joke. Like, the first appearance, it just shows how flippant Mr. Burns is when he's, Mm. like, moved by Grimes' story and then all of a sudden is moved by this dog. Seconds later. Pulled a baby out of the way of the car and pushed a criminal in front. (laughs) (laughs) And then later on, the dog's just walking along with his little jacket says VP. (laughs) And he's helping Mr. Burns reprimand Grimes later when he destroys his wall. And then later, he's at the funeral because, like, good VP should (laughs) be. He's a good dog. He's he's a good good boy. boy. (laughs) He's got a great remuneration package. (laughs) Yeah, it's so simple and so good. It's yeah. just a nice little visual break from all this harsh realism yeah. to, look, it's a dog who's a vice president. <laughs> Danny, what stands out to you from this episode? Look, there are a lot of bits that I really am impressed with, and I hope we dive into mm-hmm. teeth first, like the concrete. <laughs> But what really stands out to me is absolutely the danger, danger, high voltage, when we touch, when we kiss, when we touch. And then we die. God, for The Simpsons especially, it was the hardest hitting joke I've ever seen. Yeah. It's incredible. Like, it is funny as all shit because he's on such a roll and you're just like oh he totally wouldn't would he and then you're like the Simpsons wouldn't would they and then, and then the Simpsons did and hard cut to the funeral yeah and they even do the cartoony thing where you know he's doing the kind of white skeleton moment oh yeah because <laughs> I'm Homer <laughs> incredible that is a joke that has not pulled its punches mm. yeah so this episode has sort of got a bit of controversy in the Simpsons fan community because yeah. of how badly they treat Grimes and also how meta the episode is. I don't think it's to its detriment, but I will say that, you know, after this this episode, you know, because this is right at the tail end of season eight, I do think that the meta Simpson moments start popping up a lot more than this, and it did not handle it as eloquently as this This episode. This first one really painted it well. But fair is fair. 
after I saw this one, I did not have the guts to watch it again for like 10 years. <laughs> like, just the death of Grimesy just hit me so hard. He's such a poor guy and he works so hard and he struggles yeah. so much. But that's the bit. That's the bit. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think they treat Grimes as a bad guy. He's just driven mad by the fact that no one seems to get it. And that's, yeah. as the memes now say, the older you get, the more you understand Frank Grimes. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, Donald Trump is the fucking president yeah. of America. Yeah. He's the fucking president of America. Uh, it's best not to think about it. It <laughs> was time for a sequel this episode. Flipping the shit out. Going, Jesus. What, what did you hear what he just oh, said? I'm Donald, Donald Trump. I'm Donald Trump. Oh, high voltage? Oh, who gives a shit because I'm fucking Donald Trump? Yeah, I couldn't help but think it as well. It's just like... Jesus. Uh, I can confess that I would willingly negotiate with foreign powers to get information on my oh, opponents because oh. I'm Donald Trump. Donald Trump, grabbed by the... Yeah, we can do this bit all day. All day. That's, that's the horror scene. We have three years of this back. It is disgusting. Yeah, but I, I think it makes him a nice meta commentary of yeah. If you met Homer in real life, you'd probably hate him because well, he'd drive yeah. you mental. Well, it does make a lot of points, which I'm sure even back then that Simpsons fans were raising is that how does this like low level nuclear power plant employee have a that house? two story house and lot beautiful wife, for beautiful skinny wife, two and a half kids yeah. who will one day grow up to yeah. be a full kid. To which I feel like the response is because it's like a cartoon, you dipshits. But still, yeah, like, yeah. it's raising yeah. very good points. He and never got his fucking nuclear physics degree nope. he just turned up when they opened the plant <laughs> didn't even know what a nuclear power plant was <laughs> uh, I believe the quote was nuclear panel plant yeah, no, oh, I the it nuclear panel plant. in my defense <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the uh, can opening like he's been drinking but ladies and gentlemen own that is a Pepsi Max I'm not hiding that at all <laughs> he's still been drinking yeah. yeah, it's not going to make him drunk. It's only going to make him better at mountain biking. Or so, <laughs> so the commercial will have you believe. Yeah. Uh, I have flavor to the max. <laughs> Slowly changes the genetics into a Tony Hawk's genetics. <laughs> How do you think he got so hawk? <laughs> you can see the little skateboards grinding down his DNA strands. <laughs> nice. And I'm going to say the moment of the story that stands out to me, only because we haven't mentioned it yet, but we have mentioned the levity of the episode, is... Bart gets a fucking factory and oh god this uh, is no. it's only a few tiny little scenes and it's so cartoonish yeah, but, but god also, damn it's delightful they're also fun and I, it's one of those moments where not having a point is the point oh yeah. my favourite part of that arc is not that arc it's when Homer's like here's my son he owns a factory downtown <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, especially in that as well it's like Here's my daughter, Lisa. She has an IQ of 156. Hi. See you. See you. <laughs> yeah. He's Bye, Bart. He owns a factory downtown. <laughs> and Grimes is just like, yeah, of course he fucking does. Yeah, Grimes doesn't even question the cartooniness of it. It's just, yeah, of course. This dude's been to space. He's been on a tour with the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Met a former president. Yeah, I've been to space. You've never been. You've never been? <laughs> but, yeah, like you are saying, Beach, about it ha not having a point. Yeah, the conclusion of this story is like, it started falling over, and then it fell over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this is great. And yeah, Bart and Milhouse just have such a fun little adventure in this. Yeah, like, it's all pointless, but it's all fun. Yeah, what's the game that they play? Wacky Shack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I just like when he, like, first gets in the warehouse, picks up the screw, and tries to throw it at the window, but the place yeah. is so big, it's... Yeah. Ding, it lands <laughs> on the floor in the distance. Yeah. And he probably still owns that land downtown. Yeah, probably still does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, now there's nothing cool there anymore. He doesn't care. 
Yeah, but he still land. has the land. Land is money. He doesn't know that. Land is money, Beach. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how Millhouse immediately becomes his subordinate as well. Yeah. You own a factory? You don't own a factory. Hey, you want a job or not? Okay. <laughs> oh, and the coffee machine. <laughs> oh. Drops a rat and then We need someone to guard the place to make sure it doesn't get trashed. Yeah. He says after like smashing the furnace with a baseball bat. They, they have to trash it. That's different. Yeah. Well, at least he did better than Kirk. <laughs> that was harsh, man. At least he did better than... Well, at least I did better than my dad. <laughs> oh. Play count. How many times have you seen this episode? Yes, infinity, but also negative infinity. It's hard, you know, because I know this like the back of my head, but also I know that I've been too scared to watch it for mm. forever. Yeah. Pass. How many times have you seen a beach? <laughs> uh, I, th- I think about a 513. No, no, a 5.13 at your seat. Stop looking at your watch. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a fucking good joke. That was incredible. Oh, a 5.13. And then he looks back at his watch. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Homer only wearing a watch when, it, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. he's about to look at it. Not to mention then he walks in and fucking just picks a bucket up and... <laughs> It's been established for many episodes that Homer's got a persistent bucket of water. I imagine yeah. that's like the first thing he does at the start of the, his workday. Fill out the bucket? Yep. Or make sure the bucket is filled. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. One of his diligent responsibilities, it's making sure the bucket's filled. one of the, the few episodes filled. where you can watch Homer being a lazy piece of shit and just be like terrified at how hor- horrifically how incompetent is he in is. Real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like normally you watch him like sleeping on the job and you're like, hey, this guy's getting some naps in. Yeah. But today... Today I watch him and I'm just like, holy fuck, yeah. how is anyone alive? Man, I'm responsible for safety at my work and it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's it's it. It's hard. <laughs> They're giving you new lenses to look at this episode through with yeah. the Frank Grimes. Yeah, because it's incredible. You even see Lenny and Carl who are clearly placating this guy. Oh, we yeah. try not to think about it. <laughs> that's why pencils have erasers. Everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, just defending him at every fucking moment. <laughs> There's a contest for children. Yeah, and he beat their brains out. <laughs> Pipe down, we're missing the contest. What do you got against Homer anyway? Yeah. Oh, Lenny, I call it this episode. Seriously. So, how you doing? I'm, I'm Lenny. This is Carl. I'm, I'm Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That really sounded like they used the same voice bite as well. Yeah, yeah. Just to drive it home. I think it's worth mentioning as well that Hank Azaria on the commentary of this episode like made a point that this is probably the hardest that he's ever worked on a character for. Really? That, yeah, he spent a lot of time with the directors, you know, getting the right tone of it and, you know, basing it on a few different things. Like, he sort of based his vocal delivery on... So he's on... Homer and Grimey? No, Hank Azaria. Are oh. you trolling me? Sorry, you're so looking he's at... Homer and Grimey. Give me back my pencil. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, I love that. That <laughs> shot of the two chewed pencils. He's like, Homer, do you know who might have chewed on my <laughs> pencils? He's just got them in his ears, in his pockets, in his and shoes. Down his socks and everywhere on the table. Just doing little Homer experiments with them. How did he get Picking the name on it? his nose and his ear and chewing his, using it to pick his teeth. Uh, I just love that. Yeah, you've got your name on a pencil, just like a pencil company executive. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have one? Can no. Lenny Can have one? Can Lenny have one? <laughs> oh, he is a child. Mm. He was so cunning in that moment, yeah. you know? It's like, yeah. this will work. Yeah, I bet I've outsmarted yeah, him now. He's the golden retriever. He, he, he is, really he is, is in this episode. And yeah, sorry, Hank Azari was basing his vocal delivery a bit on William H. Macy. All right. Wow. And sort of the visual they drew from Michael Douglas in the movie Falling Down, apparently. Oh my God, yeah, I can too. see that. Yeah, the square haircut and the glasses. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that movie. So. Oh, really? I- I've never heard of it. You don't oh. like it? No, I do. 
didn't. I do. I do like it. So what you're saying is Homer is voiced by Hank Azaria. <laughs> what I'm saying oh, is it was the Meryl same guy Street. as Grimey. Oh, a five thirteen, right? <laughs> wacky nurse. Was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? Yes and no. That's the weird thing. The, yeah. the, the wacky moments were lessened by the Grimes reacting to them as being absurd. Like That's Homer it, man. almost drinking acid. Homer oh, did oh, almost God. drink acid, but no one got railed by a bunch of horny teens. I mean, <laughs> it could have gone worse. <laughs> I just, I got nothing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eh, pigs tend to chew. I'd say he eats more like a duck. That oh. was great. That was great. So, well, some kind of farm animal. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Oh, God. I live in a tiny room above of a bowling alley and below a second bowling alley. Actually, wow. just, just back to that. Homer's just like so jealous. <laughs> just back to that pig duck bit. I'd like that kind of is a great little microcosm. I know, shut up. <laughs> For this whole episode because it's got Grimy being like, oh, it's disgusting. He's like a pig. And they're like, eh, factually speaking, it's really more like a. So they're like, technically. They're so used to it that they're just trying to be accurate. But whereas Grimy's yeah. using it to yeah. rip on him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I see what you're saying, but I think pig's not quite the right yeah. choice what there. do you mean here <laughs> yes <Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> um actually <laughs> you're missing the point <laughs> they're both missing each other's points and i like it yeah and actually in this scene as well and from here on in like they had that kids contest for building a nuclear power plant in the background of yeah. all the lunchroom scenes i thought yep. it, just a little nice touch oh, absolutely just yeah. to plant yeah, that Yeah, that seed. was great. Although I do love when Homer's being professional, he's just eating donuts with a knife and fork. Where did oh, he get a Mr. Good Employee poster? <laughs> I don't know. We should get one. <laughs> Mr. Good Employee. Yeah, yeah. We need that on every fucking wall of the house. <laughs> but yeah, in his studying, yeah, he saw that episode of Seinfeld where everyone's eating candy bars with knives and forks. It's like... <gasps> Donuts! Of course. This is how you be professional at work. <laughs> we should continue this conversation in the designated break period. That was pretty good <laughs> for him. <laughs> yeah. Still ignoring the imminent danger and all. Yeah. Of course. Mm. Other wacky moments? Um, I love Brockman's opening of, and if true means death for us all. <laughs> now moving on to Kent's people. Yeah, yeah. that was incredible. Way incredible. to hit the ground running with a wonderful yes. joke and then to introduce us to this character. Like, mm-hmm. There was no wasted time in this episode. No, not at all. Again, it's another indicative of, of the good Schwarzwaldian yeah. ones. Is just yeah. hits the ground running. They are as full as you can spend 23 minutes. Like this, yeah, was without a chalkboard and yeah. extended intro, just straight to yeah, ca- yeah. quick couch yeah. game. Yeah. It's not wacky wacky, but just Grimes' animation when he's freaking out. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Just, there's like kind of a blur effect and it's ah! it's different. You can ah! just see him losing it. He fully cookie monsters those donuts as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the parents taking footage of them waving at their son as they abandon yes. him. <laughs> Drive For posterity, off. you know. Oh yeah, they heard that we're gonna do a new segment on him as well, and send the footage <laughs> in. The, the camera of their hand waving as they drive away. <laughs> Ta-ta. And then, like, he's in the explosion, and then there's like 18 years of him pull- slowly teaching himself to feel pain again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, they were checking up on him with a camera crew this whole time. Yeah. yeah, they were just checking in. And they even managed to get that golden moment where the crow almost took his diploma away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is uh, a w- really wacky episode when you break it down. <laughs> uh, also, we have a license plate playlist by accident where Marge is trying to get a personalized license plate. Will it come up in our third episode? Episode? Pretty sure it won't. Time will tell. Mm. In a way, are we all a license plate? <laughs> the answer is no. Nitsy. <laughs> mm, <laughs> but yeah. She should have gone for Midge. Oh, well, well, that's might send the wrong signals. Yeah. yeah. 
And the other bit of wackiness I just wanted to mention is another uh, throwback to the factory as well. Can you guys tell me I've forgotten the name of... You know that picture that everybody draws where it's the nose and it's hanging over oh, the brick wall? Yeah. And uh, Bart and Milhouse are doing it on the Cranky. nuclear waste. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I can't remember the name of it. The... Oh, oh, Kilroy. Kilroy, that's it. Kilroy. Surprisingly sinister name for such a cute little drawing that everyone Hello, does. I'm Kilroy. <laughs> Look at my large comedic nose poking over this wall. <laughs> Kilroy was here. Right here. And I'll be back. <laughs> Do you think he wiped the wall off after he pulled his nose off it? <laughs> I was wiping my nose on the wall. <laughs> I like rough tissues. <laughs> rough as bricks. <laughs> <laughs> my salad fingers. <laughs> Yes, the feel of rust on my salad fingers oh. is almost orgasmic. Oh, <laughs> okay, it's yeah. time to go, but before I go, I must touch this rusty kettle. Rusty spoons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you were just talking about the rough tits. Yeah, you like the feel we, of the rough tits. Before we time travel to the 2001. The feel of the rough tits <laughs> on my fingers. <laughs> what was that? Was that Newgrounds? Feels Newgroundsy. Oh, yeah. It's still going. So. Newgrounds? No, Salad Fingers. Fuck there off. Are new, there's new episodes. What? Even Homestar's dead. They finished it like two years ago, and now there's new episodes. Jeez. Yes. Fuck, it's like when you find out Cyanide and Happiness are still going. <laughs> yeah, they're still good. Yeah, oh, they're wonderful. Oh, man. I reposted one that I shared two years ago of, oh, the spoiler, you'll never get away with this. That's right. <laughs> no! <laughs> How about the heart of this episode? Do you guys feel any bumps? It's weird, bumps, man, because you feel for Grimy, but... I, yeah. Ugh. Sort of feel for Homer, because he's an innocent, sweet, golden retriever. Yeah, what's the thing? He's the innocent, sweet, golden retriever who's in charge of people's safety to nuclear power plant. Oh. You should not put a golden retriever in charge of people's safety to nuclear power plant. Yeah, you Jesus know, that's Christ. a very good point with this one, because... Like I said, this is sort of the start of the Simpsons getting all meta on their own. Mm. You know, he, oh, here's our tropes. They're saying, yes, we are a silly show. Yeah, but in future episodes, a lot of our problems are Homer is malicious and he's mm. arrogant. And yeah. yeah, he uses, instead of just being adorably dumb, he's using that adorably dumbness to get away with terrible things. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real sweetie in this episode. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Dumb as two planks of brick, but, you know. Isn't it really the society's fault for giving him that job? <laughs> that's it, man. He just showed up. No one had to give him a job. Yeah, don't hate the Trump. <laughs> hate the Republicans that elected him. I mean, I am. Well, I'm going to be putting my vote towards uh, 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 President Dog. Oh, I would not vote for Trump. I would no. vote for President VP Dog. Yes. yes. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Homer is the lovable, absent-minded side of him and now yeah. where you know he can do something as simple as look over the obviously doctored flyer yeah. <laughs> for the model building contest. Yep, clearly has words cut out of it, an entire circle where a coffee cup mug was used to trace. Yeah, it's sort of amazing how himself he can be. He is Homer distilled in this episode, you know? <laughs> yeah. Pure, undiluted Homer. Yeah, and it's almost like... I think it would have been so hard to continue The Simpsons after this episode as well, because yeah. this is almost a love letter to the fans who are like, hang yeah. on, how yeah. is this guy not only still alive, but This would have been a beautiful and- conclusion <laughs> to The Simpsons. There's that great moment of Lenny's when Grimes thought he should have been killed dozens of times. Mm, 315 <laughs> times by my count. <laughs> Again, I remembered that one. It was 316 because Stone Cold says so. I see. So many more than dozens, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so also, many more. But also the awareness that, yeah, that should have happened. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so the heart is a tricky question with this yeah. episode. <laughs> You'll feel something, but it'll most likely be confused and conflicted. Mm. Yeah. Like when he flips out and runs around to his own destruction, mm. 
in this suicidal fury at how the whole world is enabling this moron to become yep. president of to become nuclear <laughs> dictator of America to become shit I can't even say it right <laughs> nuclear dictator I think there's something we all can empathize with there yeah surely yeah. he is the Prometheus of his time absolutely and then the brief snip as his life is cut short mm -hmm. by his own hubris the hubris that truly is deserved for Homer that oh, was Homer's surely. fate absolutely unquestionably and it yet... was in his office <laughs> and then Homer is snoring at the funeral and Lenny's like that's so, our Homer and everyone, and everyone even Revelyn Lovejoy says <laughs> ah, <laughs> Homer. Homer Frank Grimes or grimy as he'd like to be called oh. <laughs> and there's only one possible source he could have got that from <laughs> truly legitimately the best way to end the Simpsons episode it's as, as a season altogether yeah. altogether that uh, was it it's a little bit jerk hospital it's not but not intentionally yeah. not maliciously he yeah. fell asleep like yeah. it's yeah so it's on those poignant notes that we'd like to announce the end of the Simpsons Index. <laughs> I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. <laughs> hey, by my count, I've still got a hundred of these things to do. I, I've been Elliot J. O'Neill. Hey. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Elliot J. O'Neill. <laughs> Except when he's not Elliot J. O'Neill. But the, the one theory that I've said a couple of times on the podcast, I don't know if I've said it to you, Danny, but I stumbled upon this when we reviewed the Carpenter Kraftwerk Burns, whatever. <laughs> Burns the, the Carpenter Kraftwerk? Yep. Yeah, yeah, the one where the German conglomerate buys the nuclear power plant is that they are desperate to sell the plant back to Burns mm -hmm. once they realised how horribly um, the safety standards of it yeah, are. Yeah, and how much it'll cost to bring it up to code. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That Homer, they... specifically, once they uh, realised Homer works there. And that's no, no, they the... fired Homer. Yeah, they fired Homer because he was an inept safety officer. Then they saw how, yeah, horribly... But uh, those uh, are all the results of Homer. Let him finish. Oh, I see. <laughs> so Burns gets the plant back and he brings Homer back. My theory is, is the reason that Burns keeps him around because he's ignoring the costly safety. Yeah, anyone oh. doing their job probably would be like, you have to bring this up to code and it's going to cost $10 million. But the yep. first thing Mr. Burns does is cancel all the repairs and rehires Homer. But it's not. at least it's not going to cost the nuclear meltdown. <laughs> Look, man, saving ten million today is worth a nuclear meltdown tomorrow. You know, Chernobyl now on HBO. <laughs> but ultimately, though, guys, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? It was its first big meta turn. So in that yeah. sense, it's absolutely The Simpsons. It's just the fact that this is its first meta turn means it isn't overstaying that meta welcome. You know, the one with the critic in it. Yes. Yep. Jay Sherman. Uh, yeah, where like he's in The Simpsons, but he's also like. A meta commentary on being critical of yeah. cartoons and shit. Mm -hmm. That's sort of what it felt like to me, you know? Because he is the audience looking at The Simpsons being like, what the fuck are you guys doing? How is this supposed to work? Looking behind the smoke and mirrors being like, this doesn't make sense. It's a weird <laughs> look behind the smoke and mirrors while also looking at the smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. somehow both, and I think that's really brilliant and weird. And yes, it feels like The Simpsons. Yeah. But in, just, in such a weird, strange way of doing it. Yeah, it's definitely an episode that really stands on its own in the in the Simpsons pantheon, I guess. And I was saying to the guys before, the rival podcast, The Simpsons Show, this is actually their number one ranked episode at the moment. Well, I can see why. I can. I cannot. Have they seen Lisa's Pony? My God. <laughs> they, yeah, they get this. They do it in chronological order. I don't. What does what, what this work? <laughs> chronological Oh, okay. that is the logic of time. I see, but time doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I think chrono is short for chrono trigger. <laughs> oh. Chrono trigger logic. Did you ever play that game, Shag? I 
did. I did. You're getting all nostalgic, are you? Yeah, look That's at his nostalgic dreams face. in my eyes. Dude, it's like 13 bucks for the entire collection on the Switch eShop right Watch now. Watch his face when you say Panzer de Grun. Oh. <laughs> oh, you heard about that one too? Oh, I moved a little. Did you? Oh. <laughs> it moved. <laughs> <laughs> yes or no, would you watch this one again? You fucking bet I would. Yes, I would. We're going to watch it again. We're going to put it in a playlist. What playlist does this go in? License plates. <laughs> yeah, but we got the last episode, and that was not anything to write home about. Pencils. Ah, uh, pencil. <laughs> I don't know. Homer's watch. Yes, Homer's watch. It appears when it's relevant. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Homer's enemies. Yeah. Were there any there other enemies? I mean, between? later on, there's that security guy that hates him. Yeah. Uh, when there's the um, sanitation commission. Ah, uh, yep, yep, yep. Times that Homer saves the plant. You know. The, me- the oh, meltdown, yeah. Yeah. buckets yeah. of waters and things. <laughs> yeah, bucket of water on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> desk playlist. Yep. Bart jobs? Sure, why Bart not? Bart jobs. Yeah, yeah he handed out Thai food This menus. goes very nicely with like the one where Bart, uh, where they get stranded and they- Bart becomes a courier because one, yeah. yep. Homer pours a bucket on the control panel oh. and two, Bart has a job. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, double playlist time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lobster episodes. Yeah, pair this with Pinchy. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in pinchy. Rest in butter. That's <laughs> <laughs> the butter. Yeah, uh, there's a quote. I want to pair it with another quote that I can't remember where it comes from. It's the bit where Homer's sitting in the car and he goes, Marge is like, um, why aren't you at work? The car won't start. I don't feel well. I am at work. Get off uh, the road, Marge. <laughs> yeah. I'll pair that with um, the one who's like, I'm not pouting. I am something. It does like a <laughs> yeah. very similar bit and I can't yeah. remember where it's from. Yeah. No, I'll get that. <laughs> to professionalism. <laughs> to downs of beer. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, were there any other contest episodes? Like, I feel like that same sort of rule of threes yeah, has been used. Mr. Burns judging a contest. So Burns is air. Put that with this. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Race of the Mountain episode that has Burns judging a contest. Oh, sure. Um, Mountains of Madness. Yeah, yeah. this. All the Diorama Rama. Diorama Rama. Mm. All the science dioramas. Yeah, because I feel like this trope has used, been used before. Before, you know, Ralph's crappy entry. Yeah. Yep. I love yeah. that. Malibu Stacy <laughs> crossed that out. Nuclear power. Of course, Smithers loved it. <laughs> he would. And it was adorable. Come on. Yep. And then Martin's overachiever mm-hmm. <laughs> entry. It's powering the room right now. Oh, poor Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. That's good for playlist. BT, would you like to change anything? Oh, no. Danny, I would really you? I li- don't think there's any way you could tweak. <laughs> Tweak these nipples. Thank uh, you, Mr. Right, right. Railroading. Thank you. <laughs> oh, look, it's a tough job, but someone's got to screw it. Do it. <laughs> I hesitate to ask what you'd change about this episode. More tits! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I am dangerously underqualified to change this episode in any That's good it, way. Man. This is as tight writing as it gets. Mm. It's not the only greatest episode, but it is as good as it gets. Ooh. And guest stars of this episode, do you guys know who was playing Executive Frank Vice President? Frank Welker! Yep. Yes! <laughs> Executive Vice President Dog was played by Frank Welker. Oh, God classic. bless that man several yeah. times over. What a hero. BT, any other notes? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, uh, well, you can invite him over for dinner, get him all fed up, and then BAM! Old fork in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do it without the fork in the eye? That's the first time for everything. Uh. And then... Uh, when Homer's trying to leave to go to the contest, he just speaks to a photo of Lenny and just says, Lenny, <laughs> tell us friends have gone home to work on the contest. But it's just, it's Lenny's signed photo that says, have a cool summer, Lenny. Nice. Yeah. Have a cool summer. Yeah. Hope uh, we meet up after graduation. <laughs> just that whole bit with Grimesy's bag lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. yeah, he asks for it back. Yeah, he still takes like three more bites in yep. quick succession. 
And just Homer's whole bit where he wanders into Grimey's office and then he tells him to leave. He's like, okay, take me out to the bargain. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't you go back to your office? <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time anyone told <laughs> oh me that. Oh, my God. That was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of that, no, I am done. Danny, do you have any on the notes? I really did want to mention Homer like sticking around in Grimes' office, which Beach just did, of course. <laughs> he also got the lunch bag one where he throw it in the bin and then he slowly reaches for it and doop 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 as soon as Frank turns back. And then Frank takes another few steps and he reaches for it. Okay, Frank. Yeah, but the beach got that one as well. So, the, <laughs> But the one he missed, of course, is when Frank's like, You don't deserve any of this shit. You're a fat, lazy, stupid piece of garbage. And Bart's like, Yeah, he's got your number, man. <laughs> and like that far off the episode, I wasn't sure whether the writers saw Frank as a bad guy or not. And that's the point where you're like, yeah, th- they are totally on Frank's side. The writers are totally aware of just mm-hmm. how much of a piece of shit Homer is. Yep. That was great. That was my favorite. Well, that uh, that was one of my many 30 favorite minutes of this episode. <laughs> it had a lot of solid minutes. Yeah. What about you? Do you have any final notes? Mm-hmm. It's time for my final notes. I like how, as a child, Frank Grimes, one of his jobs was delivering toys to more fortunate children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you see, like, the preppy, pretentious, like, little yeah. boy with his fucking neckerchief and his dad, like, oh. <laughs> there was the button, like, yes, enjoy that song. <laughs> Send the slave away. Chair goes round. Chair goes round. <laughs> <laughs> Are you busy? Uh, I'm feeling dizzy. I might have to go home sick. <laughs> and I love when, like, Frank Grimes arrives, like, Homer genuinely thinks he's, like, helping him by, you know, you can turn this camera around yeah. and you can make a nap at work. Uh, I don't think they're paying us to sleep. <laughs> they're always finding ways to screw you. <laughs> <laughs> to screw you. <laughs> I saw him asleep at his desk the other day. Well, you know, he had three beers at lunch. Anyway. <laughs> don't make anyone sleepy. <laughs> Yeah, he almost drank acid. <laughs> Boy, would a mind face been red. <laughs> oh, God. You think he could destroy my precious wall and get away with it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, also, he just saw the wall melt. <laughs> my face would be red. Boy, my face would be red. The only joke that I actually thought was, huh, I don't think that really landed, was Mo's enemy list that turned out to be Nixon's list. Ah, uh, yeah. Because you don't know about history. And the Nixon administration. Oh, that's true. You know, uh, Nixon is a bit of a joke. Mm. Get it? Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly knew him. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Want to see my Grammy? <laughs> 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 Fucking amazing. Yeah. Grimes is right. If he'd have been in any other country, he would have starved to death by now. Yeah. Maybe yeah. except Australia. And he was trying so hard to impress Grimes and make yeah. friends with him. Mm. Oh my god, he's here, he's here, he's here. Oh, that was so sweet. That was so sweet. (laughs) Like, it doesn't stop there. Like, because especially when he does decide to be a bit more diligent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he does take on the model building contest. He really wants it to work, you know? (laughs) I wouldn't interrupt him, sweetie. Homer said he's, you know, doing some high tech. Genius (laughs) at work. Yeah. Marge, have we got any elbow macaroni and glue on sparkles? (laughs) (laughs) Or even the final result. Well, it's just the plant we have now. Only added these. Fins to reduce wear resistance. And I thought this green stripe was rather sharp. (laughs) Agreed. First prize. It's Uh, $10. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. That is so good. And oh, rats going into Mo's playlist as well. Yeah. All right, everybody tuck your pants into your socks. (laughs) It's time to rank this thing. BT, you're up first. Oh, man. This is such an odd one in the sense that it's so aware and yet so good at being aware. Yep. 
ah, my feelings range like the entire metal gambit except for bronze. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Ah, oof. I think because this can be viewed so many different ways, like it was some kind of cube. I <laughs> may have like some kind of transparent cube. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I may give this a cubic zirconia. Whoa. But I'm also not sure Sarcastica. about that because it's so weird to fit this one in. It's so unconventional and yet it's so deep and complex in its own understanding of itself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to reserve the right to blurt out something else, but I think I will go cubic zirconia for the moment. Well, look, I'm going cubic as well. Mm. Like, Why? Well, we say the difference between gold and cubic is excellent and essential. I think this is essential. Like, yeah. I get the criticisms lobbed against it, but god damn, it is such a fucking good ride along the whole time. And, you know, we have criticized so many meta moments in mm-hmm. The Simpsons, but I think we hit the nail on the head. This is an endearing version of Homer yeah. in this that kind of redeems that. He's a piece of shit and he's endearing. Yeah, it keeps that balance ridiculously well. And like... it shows that the writers do know what's going on. They're mm. not like, they are self aware that they're protagonists are essentially antagonists you know and danny what would you like to rank it failure no the course is a fucking cubic this is as good as writing gets it is complex and tight and fast-paced there's not a wasted line or second or shot Mm. all the characters are so true to their nature and frank grimes is at once the critics and the audience and (laughs) homer is so well-meaning and intention desperate to like Frank Grimes and trying so hard to do the right thing. And there is heart. We didn't ask about the heart, but that is the babumps. That's the babumps right there. This is a beautiful episode. It's so different to My Little Pony, where <laughs> the heart is pure and inside the storyline. Yep. Yeah. Here it's like an inside-outside. The heart is because you're looking at it from the outside. Yeah. But it's just as powerful to me. When I was a little kid, I hated watching it because it, it was so cringy and like you watched a guy die. Mm. And now I watch it and it's so good. I just, wow. Wow, man. What'd be kind of fun is to watch this episode again, but only the scenes with Grimes in it. (laughs) I just skip out all the kind of endearing moments like... uh, Oh, to see what Grimes sees. I think it'd be maddening. I think that's why the factory story is so yeah. necessary. But just just yeah. cut out that and yeah. cut out any scene where Grimes isn't there. Yeah. And uh, oh, wow. all you get is just the pure, just the chaos that he sees Homer doing and none of the, the redeeming moments. Like, you wouldn't even see Homer like being all worried about everything yeah. being perfect. Or yeah. him being all, do we have any elbow just... macaroni and stick on glitter? <laughs> just see how much of a dipshit he is coasting through life with his Grammys you're, and his You're literally only space. seeing the bad. Yeah. Lobsters for dinner. lobsters and his gorgeous wife. All right, well, look, that's a unanimous QX Oconia. So we are giving it the... <laughs> I know, it feels like we should be saying something like... Uh, it's the, the solemn dignity of the highest cubic ranking. finger. <laughs> uh, we'll work for that in post. <laughs> the cubic finger, I like <laughs> Can you imagine having a cubic finger? Like, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> it'd be so small. And season eight doesn't actually have that many unanimous cubics. Really? This will be the third one, in fact, joining the old man and the Lisa with little oh, Lisa's yeah. animal slurry oh, and Mr. Wow. Burns. And it'll also be joining Brother from another series. Yeah. yeah. Sideshow Bob and Cecil episode. All right. And now the overall season ranking. Season eight is currently ranking as our fourth best season. What? We're going to up its game. And entering in the unanimous cubic ranking. (laughs) Click. You can dance. (laughs) You can dance. Everybody look at your pants. All right. It's still ranking as a shiny gold. Everybody, what are your plans? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yep, it is holding its place as our fourth best season. It did bump it up a little bit, but season seven as our third best season is holding quite a few decimal points above that one. Mm. So it's unlikely that'll get toppled anytime soon. Yes. That's this interesting new segment. (laughs) No, the data is interesting. Yeah, no, it's really cool. (laughs) How many episodes are left in season eight? How many chances do we have to bump it up? Mm-hmm. 10. We have reviewed 15 out of 25. Okay, so if we give it another 10 episodes, it could still creep up there to like, mm-hmm. we yeah, just need some solid cubics, right? Oh, and yeah. there's some great season 8s left to go. Yeah. There's Homer's Phobia, you know, the Zap. Oh, yes, the Cobras. <laughs> and <laughs> Simpsons Califragilistic Expiala Annoyed Grunchious. <laughs> Cherry Bobbins. Ah, yes. Marge and the Pretzels, the Springfield yeah. Files, the X Files crossover. Oh, I love it. That's mm-hmm. a cubic. Guarantee Mysterio de Nestor Homer, the. Find your soulmate. Oh, the nice. chilies. Yep. Hurricane Nettie. Yeah. Canine Mutiny Laddie. Homer versus the 18th Amendment. We haven't oh, done man. yet. The There's Beer some Baron. Solid yes. episodes left. And of course. Oh, Beer Baron. I'm looking forward to that. Come you on, are, season eight. And you only move twice. Yes! I know, yeah. that's, I know that's waiting right towards the end, isn't Actually, it? Actually, yeah. It's almost like I've saved all of the QZs from Season 8 uh, until last. That's it, man. This season is bumping it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, we need a higher ranking than cubic. Is there like a <laughs> double cubic zirconia? Is there like some sort of diamond-shaped thing that's more valuable than a cubic zirconia? No. Huh. <laughs> I would have heard of it. If it was. Yeah, I'm sure. But also, yeah, Season 8 has what I've planned to be the final episode for the Simpsons Index, Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie Show. See, I really thought you were going to do this one with Frank Grimes. Is that the one where we introduce a new cast member? Yeah. Roy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need to find someone who's, like, edgy cool. Yes. (laughs) All right, guys. Now it's weird to say it's time for our final episode of the evening, which is going to be our teens. What? In what will be known this episode as the Sideshow Bob Grimes Connection. This is the episode that they connect. No. Yes. Do you know about this the one? The greatest crossover all. since the Avengers. Fuck off. Oh, fuck. I might have spoiled this episode. Holy shit. Let's get out there. Let's do it. Let's do yeah, it, boy. What the fuck are we waiting for? <laughs> Lobsters for dinner. <laughs> And we are back and we watched our teens and final episode of the evening. Fuck, that's weird to say. That's an awkward (laughs) sentence. Yeah, classic and final teens episode, season 14, episode 6, The Great Louse Detective. First Mm. released in, yeah, I know, right? First released in December of Ought 2. It was directed by Stephen Dean Moore, written by John Frink and Don Payne. In this episode, concluding the Sideshow Bob and Grimes connection, this is the one where (laughs) someone is secretly trying to kill Homer and they... Spoilers, bro. Enlist the help of Sideshow Bob, and it turns out it's Frank Grimes' son. Frank Grimes' son enlisted the help of Sideshow Bob to kill Homer? Yes. Is that what I said? <laughs> no. It was, like, grammatically ambiguous. <laughs> That's the middle name in quotes for me as I enter the wrestling ring. <laughs> Elliot, grammatically ambiguous. Oh, Neil, Neil, Neil. <laughs> Guys, what do we think? It's all right. I liked it, and then I didn't like it. Mm. Ain't that a weird thing? The mystery was pretty fun. I mean, you had... Have you seen this one before? We were debating it earlier. I have not. Yeah, because I mean, I remember the first time I saw it, I'd forgotten Frank Grimes and didn't make the yeah. connection on the visual. Yeah. 
So it was a bit of a mystery for me. Really, while. watching this right after the Frank Grimes episode was the worst thing we could have done. <laughs> I know. Yeah, look, I mean, we've already jumped ahead to the play count question. Yeah, I've seen this a bunch and I've hit on this concept a lot. This is an episode that fools me. You know, I'm having an okay time and then mm. I see the attempted murder of home. Like, oh, fuck, it's this one. Yeah. How about you, BT? Is this one you've seen before? Or? I have definitely seen it a few for times. For better before. or worse. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot. Yes. Do you think it would have been a better episode or a worse episode if Marge hadn't dropped Frank Grimes as a possible suspect in the beginning? Mm. I it's sort of done in that big list of yeah. other people, right which in the is middle sort of, of a list of other names, and she takes another guess. Yeah. So yeah. That does if help. that was her only guess, it'd be more obvious. Yep. Yeah. Although her her other guess was the entire state of Florida. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they sort of drop it in in a way that I remember when the first time I watched it, it wasn't completely obvious. But yeah. to me, the giveaway was the mechanic that looked exactly like Frank Grimes. Yeah, but yeah. how many years after Frank Grimes' first appearance was this episode? Several. Season 14, so like six. The six years is a long time to forget a one-off character. Yeah, we went back to back, man. If we yeah. hadn't gone back to back, maybe... Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, it's hard to put myself in the brain of my ought-to self. You know, that uh, was a whole fucking 17 years ago. That's existential. Yeah. <laughs> six years smoking the reefer and staying out all night. Partying heartily. Six years can be a long time in teenage politics. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, let's hook into this episode. Danny, for better or worse, what's something that stands out to you? You know what? I really liked the shot. The Silence of the Lambs shot of Silence of the Bob, <laughs> upside down, chained with the things and the stuff. Oh, yeah, played by Sir Anthony Bobkins. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you got to pay that one. I mean, yeah, I thought the the drama, the camera angle, the, the, the hold on that and things, that was really nice. I even kind of chuckled at each criminal more vicious and crazy <laughs> than the last. Wait, you two, you got to swap places. Yeah. Are you yep. saying he's more? Yeah. I think that was funny. I didn't like that they took a second bite at it. Are you Same. saying he's more crazy than me? Well, well, yeah, he's pretty crazy. Yeah. And that it was just, you know, crazy as shown by the Bill gobbly, Gates gobbly, looking. Gobbly, gobbly, yeah. gobbly, 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 yeah. But this was, this was all at the Campbell's Chunky Soup Maximum Security Prison. <laughs> now, that was funny. Fuck, that's a good joke. Yeah. Planet Starbucks, eat your heart out. <laughs> the Acer Qantas Quartus Stadium. <laughs> Not... <laughs> Campbell's chunky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're sponsored by Vegemite flavored shapes right now. As is our podcast, Vegemite flavored shapes. They could use a little bit more Vegemite, actually. <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> Weird slogan, but okay. <laughs> Not as Vegemite as you might like. So we hit on like in the first episode that when we saw Sideshow Bob in that, I think. It was mostly UBT expressing it, but I think we all sort of felt the same once we saw him. It was like, okay, we knew this is... Uh... You're walking into prison to meet a mysterious murderer mm -hmm. who is so crazy he might help you solve a murder. It could be anyone. Yeah. It could be anyone, but it's going to be a mystery. But at least he's playing like a different archetype here. We're doing the Red Dragon thing, and you know, it's a different take on Bob. Right, right. And how about you, BT? For better or worse, what something stands out to you from this episode? Better or worse, I don't... Well, to keep him in control, we put this electroshock cutler yes. onto his leg. And yes. don't even dream to take it off, because it's taped to your leg hair, and that really hurts. And that really hurts. That's <laughs> such a bad excuse for not taking it off, but fuck it, does it for me. It's so yeah, British. I love every time. Yeah, just his delivery is what's... And that really that hurts. really hurts. Yeah, no matter how much the shock collar is hurting you. You ever tried to pull duct tape off your leg hair before? Ooh. No. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I think I like the red dragon angle on this one. Yes, it's very contrite, and now we get there as a little, ooh, who could it be? It's, it's Who could it possibly at, be? At least it's a different angle. I'll take that. The shot girder, though, or whatever they called it in the episode, I thought they just went back to that one too many, too, too many times. times. And there are some bits of it that I do kind of yeah. like, like, especially when you know he's like, no, I failed to catch his killer. Go ahead, shock me. And I was like... I mean, one little one, just for that. That was funny. We'd had so many bites. That was cute. Yeah. But then sticking on it for a long time because she said little Mm. wasn't funny. But also I have a technical (laughs) problem (laughs) with that one. because. But, you know, when they're at the kitchen table, Sideshow Bob goes to reach for it. Oh, I thought I could get it while it was still in the charger. And, you know, does that whole shot collar scene. But then... With the whole Marge one, he's like, oh, go on, shock me. And he's got the shock thing then. And yeah. like, it's just at odds with the previous scene. And I know it's a <laughs> problem, but it is still, it's still an <laughs> over. Yeah, it's still an overlooked thing. Yeah, it's a what's problem, fair. sorry? <laughs> Sweet. Well, technically. Ah, that's the yeah, one. it's short for well, technically, or I'm um, actually, or mm-hmm. Scratchy struck the same rib and produced well, a different tone. I, I hope I, somebody I, got fired for that blunder. I wouldn't expect you to understand. <laughs> Fucking plebeians. <laughs> and as for what stood out to me, for better or worse. Ah, oh, for better or worse, God. Better or worse. Better or worse. Better or worse. <laughs> You know, this episode did something okay with the whole Mardi Gras angle where it sort of introduced it at the start and then it became the thing where that whole thing where they sort of hinted at it and then Homer was announced as king and it's like, he obviously stuffed the ballot. And like Homer's pretty logical reasoning, this is actually kind of a good way to flush out the killer. Yeah, it all works. But I don't know, at that point in the episode, and, you know, I've seen this one before, I know what happens, like, it still felt very obvious what the solution was at the end. Mm. I don't know, I don't think it was as great a murder mystery ride. But think about the Museum of Swordfish. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, okay, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty funny. The the car with the brakes cut hurtling towards the Museum of Swordfish. There's nothing quite like, you know, a museum of pointy objects or (laughs) that kind of bit. I like that bit. The fireworks factory right next to the 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 squishy mattress. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the overly dangerous exhibit trope. Why did we put that there at the bottom of this hill? Yeah. Yeah. Like the world's largest magnifying glass right next to the world's biggest icicle. Popsicle. Popsicle stick tower. Wackiness. Was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? They use turtles to massage uh, Marge's <laughs> neck and then just throw them away. <laughs> throw, throw them away. <laughs> it never gets any easier. <laughs> yeah, the bucket of used turtles. That... <laughs> and they're, all, they're still just walking. <laughs> yeah, waggling away. <laughs> so that's some great wacky, followed by some lame wacky where Homer's back is quicksand. Uh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't yeah. like that at all. Didn't, didn't land I kind of me. like the line, don't struggle, because, you know, that's the quicksand Again, he thing. knows what's going on. But... Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, teens era Homer fat jokes, it's just a Yeah. I kind of like Dr. Masseuse. <laughs> yeah, but I felt like, um, I'll stop talking like this if you pay me a check. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. Stroke guy was getting molested by his hair. Yeah, he was like, oh, I love it when Marge's hair goes right up my crack. Yeah. yeah. Again, another technical problem that I have with this scene that word yes guy was doing a completely different pose to Marge. They're in a yoga class. I meant to be doing the same pose. Like, yeah. this is, uh, yeah. the yeah. joke doesn't work. And then it was like a swing and a miss when she's like, what do you call being down on all fours with your ass in the air? <laughs> and he's like, the American taxpayers. Get it? American taxpayers. Go. Doing a bit of a yeah. Yeah. Doing the 
Garson, yeah, Garson, with the yeah. golf swing. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally doing that swing and miss. Yeah. With the invisible golf club. Didn't add for me at all. I like Bart's line, though. Oh, I'm going to go throw a Babe Ruth into the whirlpool. <laughs> and for Australians, the translation would be a Chiquito or a Polywaffle. They are very good fake turd chocolates that you can throw in pools. Picnic bar. You picnic, bar. <laughs> picnic bar. Oh, well. picnic bar. Yeah, got the nuts in it and everything. Yeah. Australia's turd bar. <laughs> <laughs> There's a slogan. <laughs> Simpsons Index. Sponsored by Picnic. Australia's turd bar. So, like, what I didn't like, now that we're on wacky. Wacky shit. Shit. Mm. How come Frank Grimes is like all grown up, but Bart is the same age as he was in the last episode, Homer's the same age as he was in the last episode, but Frank Grimes Jr. is like senior Frank Grimes age? Two explanations. One is that he uh, grew up outside of Springfield, and as we've seen numerous times, anyone who lives outside of Springfield does age normally. (laughs) (laughs) And two being maybe Frank Grimes' kid was born when Frank was like 12. It's possible. He yeah. does. He does he like him some hookers. Yeah, we don't know how. I old... did not like that line, by the way. Sidebar no. did not like that line. That is not no. in keeping with Frank Grimes's character. No. Not only that, it's just he's not married. He can still have a kid. <laughs> oh yeah, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with with you know using the services of the hardworking no, people of the industry of sex workers, <laughs> but. My dad sure likes him some hookers. Yeah, that's that, awful. It hits the ears wrong, and like, I mean, these days, yeah, we say sex workers, and we give that profession, you know, a bit more goddamn respect because fucking having sex for a living. He was fuck. clearly using that as a punchline, though. Yeah, which um, bothers me. Yeah, I don't think it's not not keeping in Grimes' character, but yeah, I do have a problem with the idea that it was a punchline. It's cheapening both Frank and the sex industry. Yes, sex workers, we stand behind you. They are the hardest working girls in Springfield. <laughs> like I wasn't going to say anything about it, but then you made that. You. Damn yeah. it, Elliot! You look so ashamed of that joke. I know. I'm trying to be so woke, fucking here right now. And yeah, I just, I just cancelled myself. It's just phrasing. <laughs> We're not doing. You phrasing meant well. Anymore. It yeah. was just you know. So yeah, wackiness. Have we got any other cartoony things we want to talk about? <laughs> I love when um. You know, the bar door creaks open, the gun produces fires, and then just... Oh, the old western bar yep. door? Love yep. it. Keeps flapping. It's just funny. Even though they took yeah, the third bite of that, I, yeah, I thought I that was I think it was the third bite. That was the point, wasn't and then it? Moe's pickled egg. Hang a lamp on it. <sighs> ah, why didn't I take more photos? No, that, that was, was the best part of the episode. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah. It's lying on the beach next to it. <laughs> next to the pickled egg jar. <laughs> then there was like the, the photo booth run of four shots of him with the yeah. pickled egg jar. I could absolutely swear that we've seen that run of four shots but with homer and marge before but <laughs> almost certainly almost yeah. certainly um i also have a mild hey jordan a <laughs> uh, little retcon in frank grimes's tombstone now says in brackets homer's enemy yeah i didn't like that yeah no just in case you forgot well no one else knew that he was the enemy homer didn't believe he was an enemy who was there left alive that would have put it on the tombstone frank Grimes. Frank Grimes. Yeah, I think oh, it was Grimy. And no one referred to him as Homer's enemy. They always referred to him as Stretch or Grimy. Stretch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stretch. Other wacky things. There's apparently police stilts. Yep. I that actually was hated awful. this joke. That was awful. It's like Monty Python would have been funny when they did it, but mm. you can't. Python would have made it work. Yeah, that's it. You can't just do Python, you got to be Python. And actually, in this stilt moment as well, like, yeah, Homer and Bob pinch stilts off Jimbo and Kearney. It's like, obey your Mardi Gras king. Jesus is our only king. Which helps us explain why they were at the abstinence meeting yeah. earlier in this episode. There uh, we go. Canonically, the Jimbo shit. is... You know, uh, in my head, I sort of assumed they were in, like, 
What's that thing you get assigned to do when you get busted breaking the law? Community yep. service. Yep. You know? You get yep. assigned to abstinence training. Why, you've training. been having too much teenage sex. Go to abstinence training. Ah. <laughs> and that's why we don't have kings anymore, because they do things like that. Yeah. Bastard kings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're throwing a lot of king power around for a, a royalist country. No, wait. What's the opposite of royalist? Loyalist? Republican? Republican. Yeah, for, <laughs> for a red country. Democratic society. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Free-thinking individuals. Quite. <laughs> So you're referring to Homer asking people to throw their bodies in front of the car? Ah, wacky moments, wacky moments. Mm, indeed they were. That can happen. I didn't like that <laughs> people what? can throw bodies in front of cars. Yeah, there's nothing wacky about that. It can physically happen. Mm. They were all clearly drunk as well. So. Ah, it does make it more likely. <laughs> I didn't like that Bobby Boy was like, wait a second, mechanic, mechanic. Yeah. The mechanic. mechanic. <gasps> all the pieces. Pieces. Yeah, again, this episode wanted to be a murder mystery, but I just don't felt like it had the finesse. No, Mm. no, 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 no. There just wasn't enough Schwartz Weldernian in Not not enough Schwartz Welding to keep this episode together. Thank you. It's just Frankenpanian. Yeah, that sounds just as bad as it was. (laughs) I got a pain in my Frank. (laughs) You should see a doctor. So I'm sure there's more wackiness to talk about, but how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel any bumps? I did not, Ken. I did not indeed. Like they all, I don't know if it's bumps when they go for a big song number about how Bob can't kill Bart, but Fuck no. that. Yeah. Can't always feel we're here for that, just to uh, swear at it some more. So this is another one of the Simpsons songs where when they're doing a ballad, it drags out that much more. Oh, God. And they can, really went for the whole thing, didn't they? Yeah, and you can hear the rhymes coming a mile off when they're taking their time that didn't rhyme that didn't rhyme it rhymed with rhyme i said the word rhyme before yeah you win this taking their time (laughs) when they're a mile off oh look there were a couple lines in this thing that didn't fucking rhyme either it wasn't very good no it really started to feel like kelsey grammar high school has in his contract that he gets a song every every episode oh yeah for real yeah (laughs) I mean, at least he didn't have to fucking step on a rake in this one. They didn't yeah, shoehorn that yeah, bullshit. Yeah. And they could have easily with the stilts, you know? Yeah. Just make it an extra long one. <laughs> really long rake. That would have been Not great. Not like, I don't like. Yeah. So even up I here. I don't know yeah. if I would have hated it, though. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, still <laughs> moved on from the heart already. Ultimately, though, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Mm. Beach? No, like there's no character that's really out of their element. Like even Lisa comes up the end and goes, "I found the solution." Yeah, we know Frank comes to you. She's got a little note that says, "Bumble me, man." <laughs> yeah. like, that is course. out of key with her. When does she ever get it wrong? Like that wrong all the time. When does she ever get it that wrong? Bumblebee man wrong. Bumblebee man wrong. I'm sure there's something. Yeah, it is it's right here, and it is disappointing. That's yeah, a good bit. Like just the whole we off screen figured it out. You know. Oh look, I get it. It's a joke. It's probably one that they've done before. In fact, it feels like one the Simpsons have mm-hmm. done before. Yeah, it's a little bit like the you know when they figure out how to save Itchy and Scratchy, but someone else already uh, did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. No one's against their type. It's just yeah, for a mystery, keep it more of a mystery. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, what we were saying before about, you know, the Simpsons being very aware of themselves, this one did feel aware, and Mm. I don't think it was putting in the effort like it normally would. I I mean, I agree that it's not, like, super off-model. Homer's got a little bit of that arrogance, but it's not full jerk-ass Homer, I suppose. Mm. I do like the bit where it's just, now just go about your normal day and I'll observe you in the (laughs) hand gliding. So this is a normal day. I just wanted to impress you. Mm. (laughs) All right. Yes or no, would you watch this one again? Yeah. Yeah, I guess if it's on... I got better things to do, brother. Like what? 
Yeah, I'm still not... <laughs> I, I, I know. really don't know where I'm falling on this one, but for the sake of the playlist question, I'm going to say, eh, maybe if it's already going, maybe we'd put in a playlist for playlists going. Um, I mean, clearly it's such a Bob ones, clearly, clearly. Frankie Grimesy ones, the, the the playlist we just watched, for example. Yep, the Bob Grimes connection. Mardi Gras episodes. Mm. He had another watch playlist where Bart is yes. looking at his watch. yes. Mardi Gras. You do the Mardi Gras and like the fish guts, like the uh, festivals yeah. through the streets. Oh, ones. but that was Homer versus Dignity with the panda ray pen. <laughs> it wasn't a great episode, but neither is this one. Yeah, mm. that's true. <laughs> yeah, they both fall on there. This is good moments, but oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Bart with the watch as well. That's another one of these things where one of the characters on screen is bored by the thing that's happening. So mm. how yeah, are we as the yeah. audience meant to feel? Mm. All right. Uh, BT, what would you change? I just tighten the whole thing up. I think it's an okay-ish ride, but just there's so many things you can cut out, especially a lot of those Bob Shock moments. Get rid of the song. It's not doing anything for anyone. And, like, this is an episode where they did the quick intro to get into it, you know, because they had so much to cover. But what they had to cover was not tight enough to warrant that. You could have just cut out a few seconds, tighten the whole thing up, make it funnier, and just make it a better episode, please, and that'll make me happy. All right, Danny, what would you like to change? One thing I'd like to change is have a different character be the Red Dragon. I can't quite tell who. Gil. Yeah. Yeah, when you say the Red... No. <laughs> Patty and Selma. Nah, too obvious. And we just did an episode recently where Patty and Selma kidnapped Homer and put him in like a Sorge-style torture wow, chamber. seriously? And it's yeah. bad. Yeah. Dude, I saw the one where they kidnap uh, MacGyver. MacGyver. Yeah. Richard um, Dean Anderson. Yeah, mm. Richard mm, Richard Dean Anderson. He'll be in my dreams tonight. <laughs> yeah, someone else be the Red Dragon. I know Bob is the obvious thing, but that's why he's no good. I don't like his arc. The standard Bob arc of everyone, please trust me, to I really do want to kill Bart. To, yeah. No, I can't. I've grown accustomed to your face. That's yep. the three-step arc of every Bob episode. What was, what was the last time we'd seen Bob before this one? You mean today? No, I mean, what was, canonically, what was the episode before this that had Bob? Because something that really bugs me about Bob's overall arc is we have Brother from another series where he kind of just gives up criminality and he kind of reforms. And I always bothered that he just... blink and suddenly... He's back to being a psychopath and it's boring. The previous episode that Sideshow Bob appeared in was Day of the Jackanapes. And that was when... What the fuck was that? I don't think you were there for this one, Danny. This is when... Bob gets a job at the school and he like starts hypnotizing Bart what? and his big plan is to get Bart to suicide bomb Krusty on like what? a big Krusty anniversary yeah. special or something. And he gives up killing Bart in that one as well. And yeah, at the end of that episode, Bob is in prison. Mm. Yeah, and reformed and just like, okay, well, it's fine. I don't <laughs> want to hurt anybody anymore. And then he yeah. just goes back to wanting to hurt them again. Yeah, see, I don't like that Bob keeps having his arc just like re-flipped, you know? Mm. He's evil pretending to be good then he's evil pretending to be evil then he finds he's good again and again and again and again so yep. you need someone else there that's actually going to be surprised I think you should have Bob in there as the red herring because there wasn't a red herring for the murder mystery you know I what? bet the killer is there wasn't like a no wait maybe it's him maybe it's Cecil yeah you yeah. need a you need a maybe it's you need a red herring in the ooh Cecil mm. as the red dragon yeah and then have Bubble pissed it's not him yeah <laughs> I like how you said bubble there. I know. <laughs> bubble, bubble, <laughs> bubble, bubble. As for what I'd change, I think there's a lot that you can cut out of this episode to yep. improve the yep. time, especially yep. all the shot collar gags. And that fucking that 30s joke thing, like, it didn't go anywhere. That sucked. Yep. Waste of time. Waste of time. 
And it was raised before, you know, Lisa's involvement in this episode. She came to the conclusion that it was Bumblebee Man. I kind of wish we had a little side Barton Lisa detective thing going on right, here as well. Getting it wrong at the end? Getting it dead wrong? Well, not wrong, but just like suspecting why have we, you know, resorted to Sideshow Bob in this instance. I want them to sort of chase the thing that like... Sideshow Bob is either getting it wrong or Sideshow Bob has something to do with this. This could play into Cecil's involvement even. Mm -hmm. And like Bart and Lisa being suspicious of the situation rather than the shock thing being played for last so many times, which I got to admit, you know, I liked it a few times, but they yeah. took 40 bites of that apple. Yeah. No apple has 40 bites. You know, I not to like speak over the top of you as I usually do. It's okay. I've stopped talking. <laughs> now. <laughs> but listening to you made me think, man, it actually would be kind of cool if it had Bart and Lisa like following all the clues but getting pointed at the wrong person the whole time. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of sick of them being dead right. All the Wait, no, that is the one where the itchy and scratchy and someone else solves yep. it. And yep. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> but in that one, we never heard their solution either. Like, they just went, oh, of course, and then uh, cut yep. to yeah, yeah, yeah. them not get whatever. No, I, I like your idea. Have that be a Bart Lisa mystery. And Sasha Bob is still there and still trying to solve it, but he's maybe thinking of it, thinking too much. Yeah. He's kind of overdoing it. Or he's like waiting for something to happen. He hasn't actually got, actually got a lot of motivation to keep Homer alive, just no. to find out who the killer was. He gets his choice of role in the prison play. Yeah, play. but he oh, could get that that by, scene as well. That just felt like, oh, we'll have our voice actors say Spanish words. That'll be funny. Like, fuck that joke. That yeah, wasn't sorry. a joke. They, they were just are the name okay. of characters. Yes, they I are know. the name of characters, <laughs> and that's still not a joke. What the heck? Why was that no. there? Yeah. <sighs> All right, we are here. BT, do you have any other you mean, notes? We are here. <laughs> Probably do. Nostremos uh, tiene dos cerveza, por favor. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Do you have any other notes? You'd though? like two tacos? <laughs> two beers. You don't know how to say two beers, please, in every language. <laughs> <laughs> what did we take Duolingo for? <laughs> um, the Stagnant Waters Spa has the sign out front that says, follow the smell. <laughs> That's good. Uh, in the beginning, Marge has got some homemaker chic going on. It's... Oh, yeah, oh, with yeah. The, her little uh, shirt tied up at the front and her mm. little hair thing tied up as well. Yep. Mm, but again, those tight pants. Working those gams. Mm. But again, another dragged out joke, the whole Maggie in the vacuum thing. It just yeah. took about five seconds too long. Mm -hmm. There's no way she got in there without being zipped in there. Yep. And then they're both like, eh, brush, brush. No one will ever know. There was yeah. no point to that joke. It didn't go anywhere. Show me where on my job description it says protect. Uh, second word on the badge, chief. Oh, jeez. Waste mm. of time. Mm -hmm. I like parts of it, though. Very kind of telling thing of Sideshow Bob. He's tried to kill me so many times, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, episode. <laughs> and I do like when Homer launches at his own dominion and starts pummeling it, and Bob's like, none of this seems odd to you. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. almost justified, yeah, the extended scene of everybody killing that dummy, which, yep. yeah, Mo, I liked his line, who's the sociopath now? Patty <laughs> um, and Silver makes sense. But, yeah. yeah, but like a cinder block was a bit too extreme. Why is groundskeeper Willie and Lovejoy yeah. there? Like and Lovejoy, okay, he's, Homer's always, you know, falling asleep in church and whatever. Yeah. But Willie doesn't even know who he is. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, yeah, the Homer was like, uh, he's hurting himself, her. But then, yeah, the, yeah, doesn't that seem odd to you? Yeah, it saved it, I'll admit. Oh, I did like Homer saying, once you're gone, they'll everyone believe that I'm the real Homer. Yeah, that was a little too dumb for me. It was 
Observe. I, I like surrealist. I, yeah, I do like the yeah the, the the classic movie line, but insert in the wrong moment. Yeah, it was Dada esque. Thank you. And Homer is the Dada of the Simpson family. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq, do you have any other notes? Nah, nothing. Nothing worth saying. I could talk more about like things that I would change, but it's really just flights of fancy. I would make a different episode with different <laughs> jokes in a different time. Mm? You know what? Possibly I wouldn't do anything the same. Ooh. Yeah. What about a story where Bart and Lisa learn juggling <laughs> and they go on tour to like gypsy Europe? They go with the Romanis on tour around. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Time for my final, final, final notes. <laughs> no, I'm not done. I'll tell you when I've had enough. I like the George Foreman mail sorter. Yeah. Uh, that, yes. Yeah, it turned the bad mail into a, a, a fat reduced. Ah, oh, a patty, because it was patty and someone's invitation. Ah, yes, it was. Patty. Shaggy mm. so pointed it out during the episode when Krusty saves Homer from the steam room, and he goes, oh, that's a steam Gentile. Yeah. You're right, that wasn't a joke. That's not a joke. I've got a note here that's Diz Cali Adv Forkhand. Say it again. Diz Cali Adv Forkhand. Okay. Fork hand. Disney California. Ah, uh, adventure. adventure. Yeah. yeah. That. When they're in yeah. prison, it's like beats Disney's California Adventure. Oh. Oh. So why did I have fork hand then? Um, fork hand. Anyway, whatever. You step him in the eye with a fork. <laughs> Give him the old fork in the eye. We serve the same meat that they do in the prisons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked actually when Frank Grimes Jr. was towing the cars. He's like, and I've counted the pennies in the ashtray. There's two <laughs> nice simple they effective. should have said and we serve lobster because <laughs> lobster, lobster. Yeah, that's true we serve the same lobsters as they do in the prison yeah <laughs> i like the misdirect when homer was on the float and he hears gunfires and it's just the mob shooting down uh, i like that, frankie the squealer but i didn't mm. like that they said oh it's just italians yes i was bracing myself for a bad duff man joke but i did like oh everything's going dark like duff stout Yep, that was great. Weird second bite was like, Doris, I love you. Pa. Yeah, thank you. Mm. That was strange. Weird mm. second bite, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm out of notes. It's time to rank this thing, and I'm going first now. Oh, thank God. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't like it enough. It's a participant. It could have almost been a bronze for me, but I honestly just don't like this enough. Uh, you know, going through my final notes there, there were actually a handful of jokes that I like, but not enough. Mm. <laughs> not enough to want to sit through this again. Danny. Damn. Um... Well, now, let, let me, let me think. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm going to give it a participant as well. I didn't like the episode. I basically could have failed this just as easily. But unlike the last episode, I think this one almost could have been a good episode. That's enough to nudge it from hell into shit. <laughs> From hell to shit. Yeah. So it's still in the sloppy brown, stinky mud of the shitty fertile meadows. But you know, the thing about <laughs> shit is that flowers bloom from that. And if we took this episode, chopped it into pieces, fed it to some pigs, you <laughs> BT, what's your ranking? <laughs> Man, I walked in on a bronze, but thinking over the episode, especially trying to remember anything about it now, other than... Give me uh, one thing you liked about it. Well, I mean, still the, the electric thing taped to his leg hair. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, that part I like, but the rest of it, it's 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 participant range. So mm. I think that it doesn't really have much to it other than the mystery. And once that mystery is done, there's nothing. It's not well done enough to really revisit. That's kind of a badly written mystery. It only works because there was six years between this and the Grimes. So I'm yeah. going to participant as well. Wow, this will be our first participant for season 14. Wow. Really? How well has 14 done previously? Well, there are a couple of episodes below it. Break My Wife, Please, who was a doll participant. Mm, that was mm. when Marge hit home with the car. And recently reviewed with Pods in the Key of Springfield, The Bard of War, which is just, again, weirdly racist episodes. Which one's that? That's where Barton Millhouse break Flanders' Beatles memorabilia. Mm. And they join, uh, like, Boy Scout troops, but the one that Bart gets assigned <laughs> to right. is, like, a Native American one. And... <sighs> They bungled the fuck out of that one. Yeah. You remember the one where um, Itchy and Scratchy go to a Chinese restaurant? I remember that one being a, like a really bad moment in an otherwise pretty good episode. Yeah. But it was quite upsetting. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was Millhouse Doesn't Live Here Anymore, where they yes, go to Capital was. City. Yeah. Yeah. But how is season 14 doing on the scale? Let's find mm. out. Mm. All right. Well, funnily enough, season 14 is actually our 14th. Get out of Best town. season. How apt. It's actually a weird little run because 13, 14, 15 are our 13th, 14th, and 15th Ooh. best seasons. What do you think it means? That boy needs therapy. Um, <laughs> it's been bumped down very slightly, but overall, season 14 is an overall bronze season. It's actually had a season high of a gold where we reviewed Bart versus Lisa versus the third grade, where mm, they wow. both get pushed up and down into the third grade. We reviewed that with Shut Up and Take My Podcast. We gave that unanimous gold. But, you know, most of the episodes from season 14, yeah, are in that sort of bronze, dull silver sort of range. Yeah. That was a silver episode. It was gold, man. I've not seen it for man, a long time, but I was listening to that. This season of gold... <laughs> What if this is as good as it gets? This is why you need me around. You well, the, se- the second one down from that is a unanimous silver for a CE doll, mm-hmm. which Canary we reviewed with Claire Double oh, R. Yeah. yeah. With Can- yeah, Canary M. Burns. Yeah. Well, yeah, look, guys, that about does it for the Simpsons Index in our Frank and Bob Connection episode. But, you know, before we get out of here, we just like <laughs> to mention the things that we're into at the moment books, TV, movies, music, um, cordless drills. I got a Frank and Bob <laughs> connection for you. Do you know what that means? I'm sorry. Uh, so, BT, what are you into? Oh, man, I've not really... Well, I've, I've done a couple of new things, but he's going to cover them. I'm pointing at Shag. So, I've just been on a 30 Rock rewatch, and it's been very good. It's very comforting. I'm comforted when I watch it. Oh, I'm on a 30 Rock rewatch as well. Aha, well, you stole my thing. <laughs> um, Everyone's stealing your things. So, I mean, that's more or less it, but here to talk to you about Katana Zero is Danny Rose. Danny <laughs> Rose. <laughs> oh my freaking god, guys. Holy oh my shit. freaking god, you have no idea. Oh my freaking god, guys. Yes. I can't hear myself anymore. I'll have to be louder. <laughs> oh my freaking god, guys. Now backwards. Okay, guys, 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 listen. No, yeah, listen. Yeah. No, 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 listen. Yeah. Are you listening? You're not hearing me. Yeah. I've put on my listening ears. The weirdest thing happened to me I've ever done. I've downloaded a game just like on a whim. I saw it on a Steam ad and I was like, you know what? This game's got bright pinks and purples. <laughs> I'm known for some... Not since a game like Hotline Miami. <laughs> well, that's it. And surprisingly enough, by the maker of Hotline Miami... Yeah. Oh, no shit, really? Yeah, there you go. Huh. Devolver um, Digital. Huh. Devolver Digital have made all my favorite games in the past five, six years at least. And it just so turns out that this one is the greatest game I've ever 
ever played. And I'm strongly prepared to argue that in a duel to the death with slow motion katanas yeah. with anyone that bears to disagree. I mean, is there any other way to duel to the death? Oh, I suppose you could use regular katanas, but it wouldn't no. be nearly as good. Why? Yeah. Come so on, like pistols at dawn. It's classic. Yeah. Pistols at dawn. Wasn't the first though. Katana's at dawn came first. Oh. Mm. Yeah, but just because it wasn't well, look, the man, first. Katana anyway, Zero has <laughs> Pistols at Dawn versus Katana's at Dawn. <laughs> you, I think the answer will shock you. <laughs> Why didn't they call it that rather than Katana Zero? <laughs> yeah. So like Groundhog Day meets time-traveling cyber samurai dystopia junkie police detective murder mysteries from the future with possible people that exist or maybe don't exist and a really dark and gritty if it doesn't. You know what? I'm making less sense the more I talk. <laughs> Just like a sign of zero. Yeah. That's video it. games, man. This game is literally as good as it gets. It's also a two-dimensional side-scrolling pixel art game. So be warned before for people that are like, it has to have good graphics. Otherwise, I'm wasting my time with its gameplay. But yeah. no, my, man, 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 no, no. Good, de good no. design beats good graphics That's right. every day of the week. This is as good as gameplay gets. It is tight controls. It's got a great, clever gimmick that I haven't seen done as well as this. Maybe like Max pain or like the old matrix I mean, game but reminds me of super hot but um yeah mm. yeah but better and a complex rich storyline and a fleshed out world that is like like that straight away you're immersed in this mm. dark gritty scenario with bright purples and pinks like outrun or vaporwave aesthetic or you know that youtube channel lo-fi beats to chill and study to <laughs> that's exactly where we are except with samurai time traveling uzi ninjas in the dystopian cyberpunk future Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, oh my god, everybody go and watch the 40-minute trailer for Cyberpunk 2077, and then, like, the new trailer for Cyberpunk Remember 2077, breathe, which is also, oh my god, it's the best, <laughs> it's the best, I cannot wait for April 2022, 2077, 2077, is that when it's coming out, or is that when it's set? Breathe oxygen. <laughs> oh god. He's gonna pop. It's sad to see, but this is what excitement does to a young man. <laughs> excitement, not even once. Yeah, I will say I also, on your recommendation, downloaded Katana Zero since they finally fucking allowed it for Australian audiences. Oh, there's a drug mechanic in a video game. They're going to influence kids. Fuck you. It is also brutally violent. I've also done so much heroin since I started playing it. <laughs> but that's Unrelated. the thing. The Australian classification board didn't have a problem with the violence. They never have a problem with the violence. No. So, oh, you take drugs and it gives you a positive effect. Maybe that's not very Well, good. they didn't give it an R18. They just refused to classify it at all. Mm. They're like, whoa, we are wiping our hands off this one. We're and making no choice. it's a fucking pixel art game. Yeah, about a junkie that goes around slaughtering mm. many, many people. With After drugs. each level, the like the TV report shows about this mass murder at a factory where 28 to 35 people are dead. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's just in, heroin is great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I can attest to that. I've been playing the game myself. I've made the mistake of like, because it is one of these like 2D pixel arty games, I mm. thought I'd be able to sort of not pay much attention to the story <laughs> and play some podcaster and music while yeah. I'm listening to like it. Like you That's, can, uh, you're missing out on the joy of it. Mm -hmm. No, I think I'm actually deeply missing out on some stuff because yeah, of the whole therapy so. and the dialogue, I'm just yeah, trying to yeah. skip through it and it's like giving me choices and I'm like, oh shit, I need to start this again, don't I? <laughs> yes. Yes. So yes. I am backing up your recommendation, sir. Do it, bro. And Do it, by bro. extension, Beach's recommendation. It is, without question, the greatest game I've ever played. Possibly not the only greatest game I've ever played. But it's up there. 
you're like us with like we don't do a numbered list you, you know of yeah. simpsons episodes one two three four we do cubic zirconia here is the greatest game section yeah. for real man like cubic rank. in any race you can have people tied second and then the next person is fourth right sure so i might have like 45 guys tied first yep but then the next person comes 46th <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair well, yeah, my recommendation for this week, and I am jumping back into the past. I was going to mention 30 Rock, but it's already been mentioned. If you <laughs> haven't yet, fucking... Mm. Yeah, because we were talking about it last week with Maddie, and I'm just like, it's so good. But also, recently, Mr. Bungle, they celebrated their 20th anniversary. I them. Oh, they're great. So you might remember Mike Patton, who was the, is the lead singer of Faith No More. He, he had a side band in the 90s called Mr. Bungle, mm-hmm. and their album California just had its 20th anniversary. This was a formative album for me this is such a good record i love every single song on this so mr bungles california that's my musical recommendation but also i decided recently yeah to start rebuilding my n64 collection i started out by grabbing a few of the old classic wrestling games Mm -hmm. you know wcw (laughs) revenge and wwf wrestlemania also got a couple of the ones that i missed like ecw revolution it sucks what does ecw stand for Extreme Championship Wrestling. And what does WWE stand for? Well, it was WWF back then, and that was the World Wildlife Fund. Um, And what does WCW stand for? (laughs) Woman Cross Wednesday. (laughs) But the big one that I've been playing a lot of lately is Banjo-Kazooie, because they just announced Banjo-Kazooie for Smash, and I am so fucking excited. We did it, boys. They finally got Banjo into Smash. It's been Mm -hmm. fucking five games already. What did we do? We wanted it. Oh. Really hard. And then we... You mean you weren't commenting on every Nintendo video going Waluigi for Smash and also Banjo probably? Oh, and that's why they put it in? Yeah. Wow. So you got to keep reminding them about Waluigi because Waluigi still isn't in Smash. And I personally brought a class action lawsuit to Microsoft. (laughs) Isn't he in one of those little purple things that you go poof and he appears holding a tennis racket? That doesn't count. The trophy doesn't count. We want a full-fledged Waluigi fighter. Okay. Any real reason? Because we don't have it. Because uh, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> like Childish Gambino said, because yeah. the internet. Yep. Mm. But yeah, so I've been revisiting Banjo-Kazooie, and holy fuck, man, they don't make platformers like these anymore. Oh, kids these days, they have their super lucky's tail and their psycho noughts, and it just doesn't compare with the the thing that I liked. <sighs> Katana Zero, and their Tell you Ape what, Out, and their Gungeon. And their... Things these days aren't like the things in my days. Oh, how good were the things in our days? Oh, they were good. That's Different when things, things were things. these days. Mm. Sure. Kids these days with their things that aren't our things, but are their things. That filthy sex. Yeah, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think it's about time we get out of here. That's been Danny Rosewell. I'm Danny Rosewell. That's been BT Calloway. Hi. And I've been Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house. 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 Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash the Simpsons Index or at Simpsons Index on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. The greatest generation, oh, which is right. what they call our grandparents. <laughs> Those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> they destroyed the housing market or something. I don't know. Uh, no, that was our, that was our parents. Yeah, uh, they sure keep did. Keep track of who you're supposed to be angry with, man. <laughs> well, that generation raised that generation, and we're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Back to my podcast. Um, <laughs> Summer days. No, damn you, Beach. I didn't do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be in my head for months. I literally didn't do that. Oh. <laughs> for once.
No, for once it wasn't me. Curse you and your puerile pop music sensibilities. Off the peaks of Mount Zirconia, <laughs> onto the jagged rocks of despair. <laughs> You're verbose today, and I like it. Ah, it's the Frazier Crane influence. <laughs> Just need you to tell Seattle that you're listening. Seattle, scramble my eggs. Yeah, uh, I got a question. I got these tossed salad and scramble eggs. What do I do with them? <laughs> I'm listening. That's all I remember from Frazier. <laughs> oh, Niles. Oh, yes. Don't forget that. Yes. Oh, Niles, really? If I hold my sandwich up to the microphone, you can almost hear how spicy it is. That's a spicy sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the sandwich index. What is the sandwich that you're having today on the sandwich index? Today on the sandwich index, I have what appears to be a white bread roll with meat on it. Thanks for that description, Danny. There's also cheese and other stuff. What is cheese but uh, milk meat? <laughs> oh, I got some milk meat for you. Baby. Song. It doesn't matter what chord you play as long as you don't stop and go. Nope. Whoops. Because when you start again, it sounds like you didn't mean to play the last thing you played. And it was such a fucking mistake that you could have kept on going if you didn't say shit. Fuck me do over. <laughs> Remember your tattoo, man. No do overs. Do overs. Oh, no do-overs Getting it right the first time Even though it's wrong Do-overs And we're back Oh, that's a spicy meatball You are sandwiched? I am well sandwiched Did you need a beverage after your sandwich? <laughs> sandwich <laughs> I know Beverage Sandwich <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Sandwash. Oh, that is as classy as it gets. We have pressed a fine truffle salami. Can I offer salami. you a beverage? Mm. <laughs> or would you like to peruse the menuage a bit longer? Push your order in with the concierge. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and we're back. This scotch is finally aged. <laughs> oh. <laughs> can tell you wearing a lovely necklace. <laughs> Despite all my rage, I'm still just a bat in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. And what about the one where there's like, hey guys, everyone vote in for what you think should happen on the next episode. That's out of episode. Though. Yeah, but that was in canon. Yeah. And that's what they were doing there. They were being out of episode saying, we miss Marsha Wallace. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. That's, that's an okay. okay way to do a tribute. Fine. You know? Fine. That's I'm... what I'll do for you when you go. You're like, so we've had some fun here at life. So what we want to talk about is Danny Rosewell. See, some people think they can stop a train with their bare hands, but science has proven that it can't. <laughs> That's exactly how I want to go. I that know. is exactly the tribute I want, no matter how I went. <laughs> done and done. Yeah. Oh, man. Died from influenza in his sleep. Some people think they can stop a train with their bare hands. <laughs> God, this computer takes forever. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Oh. A little hourglass turning over. Yeah. You know, kids these days won't even know what an hourglass is. Kids these days. They don't know what a pinwheel is either. It's a pinwheel. Oh my God, you're one of them. <laughs> I should be flattered, really. 
Sorry, new segment. I'm still getting used to how yeah, this that's works. Cool. That's that's take cool. your time. Take your time. We're, we're just figuring out how to fill in the space. Yeah. <laughs> we can't give you a theme song because we don't know what the segment is. It's a mystery. Hmm? Mystery segment. It's coming your way. What could it be? Mystery segment. He's not going to say. What could it be? Mystery segment. I'm changing the key. What could it be? Mystery segment. I'm back. One, two, three. Go. Let's find out now. <laughs> All right. So, see. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, you know, like if Trump was in a baby cage with some of those letter blocks where he could try to spell his name and fail. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually, you know, it's, it'd be kind of endearing until he shits himself and we have to send someone in to clean him up. <laughs> All these inevitabilities of life, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do have one more thing to pimp. Oh, what is it? Well, I've recently started a burgeoning DJ career, taking samples from my friend's family and co-workers. And Without our permission. Is that true? <laughs> you have permission. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's all right. I forged your signature anyway. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Well, X. I haven't hosted it online any, anywhere, but until this episode, p- no, 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 permission pending. Oh, pending approval of all parties involved. Oh, and the long list of tracks I've sampled. All rights go out to the people that I've sampled because I'm not planning on making any money off it. Blah blah blah. blah. I am unquestionably the greatest DJ since Fatboy Slim, and <laughs> anyone who disagrees has just to listen to the recording, which I'm hopefully giving Elliot permission pending by Beach, permission <laughs> pending by Elliot, permission pending by Aretha Franklin, permission pending, relate, pending by. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I was kidding! Anyway, I've done a dope remix of These Mad Cats with about 35 different songs. I've also been doing some remixes of the students I work with at my high school. Going to be posting them online soon. Maybe put a link in the comments below. Bloop! Like and subscribe! Oh, but guys, I'm looking for a good DJ name. My name is Dan. I'm Danny Rosewell! So I was thinking like, maybe... Dr. DJ, DR. DR, DR, Dr. DJ, DR, DJ. Dirtage. <laughs> Dirtage. It rolls right off the tongue. Or I was thinking maybe Abracadaniel. I could be Danagram. Oh, I could be the Daniel, like D- DJ. What, a, what D- about your old internet name, Danny Macabre? Oof. Well, people have a lot of trouble saying that. Yeah, they don't get it. Macabre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Danny Macabre. Oh, Macabre and Cheese. Macabre and cheese. Uh, Fucking fuck off. Panzer DJ. Anyone out there that has a good DJ name, the cornier and worse it is, the better. <laughs> but hopefully something that maybe has like Daniel in it somewhere. So mm-hmm. I like Dejaniel because that's sort of like got DJ and Daniel in it. And it's also the horrible. The J is silent. <laughs> yeah, the J is silent. Like in jogging. Jogging. Write in in the comment section below. Thanks, guys. Just smash that like button. Yeah, bruv. <laughs> Railroad like it like you're <laughs> Wow. Oh, God. Here we go again. Thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index. Thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index. Thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index. Here we go again. Thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index. Thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index.
Starting. She's real charming. Hey, hey, dingus. Can I just say that? Fuck off, bitch. All I get think is. Hey, dingus. Fuck off, bitch. All I get think is. Hey, dingus. Can I just say that? Fuck off, bitch. All I get think is. Can I just say that? Hey, dingus. All I get think is. Can I just say that? Come on, hold me like a real sucker. Fuck off, bitch. I've got bigger problems. I mean, I feel like it's a really shitty thing to point out. Hey, dingus. Can I just say that? I didn't hate it initially. When I felt like totally good by Homer, when I felt like really attacked by Homer, when I felt like the lowest of the lowest. I mean, I feel like complete insanity. All I can think is like, fuck off, bitch. Oh shit. I came here to have a good time.
sorry, Mac. Bro, uh, uh. Ah, that'll sound great, my remix. <laughs> <laughs>